Go. <laughs> you said you were ready. I thought I was. <laughs> hey! And that's gonna be the tone of the show. <laughs> No, of so I can see <laughs> how to come in. We need to know this is working. <laughs> now, it is working. We're definitely live. 100% we are live. Anyway, whilst we wait for people to comment, hello and welcome to the Nerdies 2021. Hey. We're going to have classic fade out. That was a very quick fade-out. <laughs> classic fade-out. Classic, classic fade-out by turning it classic off. Classic fade-out with someone pointing a remote. <laughs> 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 unless, unless it's a comedian. <laughs> classic fade-out. <laughs> so if you're not familiar with the nerdies, if you're one of the many new followers we've had over the past two years, because it's been two years now since we it's did the nerdies. Long. It has. There's something called 2020 that happened, mate. Um, uh. Yeah, this is our award show that we do for the year just gone. We essentially have a drink and argue over what we think should be the best movie, the worst movie, best villain, etc. All a bunch of nominations here and awards to be given away. Each one can win the possible trophy here, the Talk Nerdy Award. Ah. But it's not that simple. Because we argue, we have to try and win each other over within a time limit to see who basically is the most correct one. And then that's where you come in. Because whereas we might even all agree, we could all three of us go, yeah, we all agree on the same thing. We turn to you to double check and cross-reference. And I'll be off, honest, you sometimes throw us some balls that we didn't even think of. I believe Sabrina the Teenage Witch won outstandingly the year that Yeah, year um, there's also been, um, I'm trying to think of what else has been. Uh, Iron Man, the first round we did uh, a few years ago, we put Best Hero as, well... This doesn't mean me referencing back. A lot has changed in the past uh, two years. <laughs> yes, it has. So, hopefully, Dan, you've learned not to uh, nominate the Joker as best hero. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, Gaz, you've learned how to pronounce mercenary instead of mercenary. Probably not. <laughs> and I uh, predicted that Mulan would be a flop, and you all made fun of me, including you at home, and I was completely correct on that. Yeah, it was so. a flop. 
It was a flop. I don't think we had all the information at that time. I had all the information. We didn't know there was going totally to be no necessary. new sherry. We didn't know. It was we a simple time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the time of innocence. Here we go. Oh, no comments. We are getting comments. Oh, good. Who's commenting? I'm trying we to see the comments. Um, I'm really trying to see these comments. <laughs> he is <laughs> really trying to reveal yeah. comments <laughs> and reactions. Swipe to reveal comments and reactions. Who the hell? Why is he not doing it? This is a crack. Oh, hold on. Oh, that's why. I've got to have it like this. Oh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work, landscape. That's the world we live in, everyone. Here we go. We have got Leo Legacy on. We have got Joe Walsh on. We've got Laura Louise on. We've got Dan Morrison's dad on. We've got Yasmin on. We've got Jazz on. We've got Vicky on. We've got Rachel on. Oh, by the way. Should probably introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm JB, and with me tonight, our panel for discussing the nerdies, if you can't tell what out of practice it has been two years, is I've got an illustrious panel. First on my left, he is known best as the man who, quite frankly, tore apart our Stanley uh, <laughs> podcast and just re and stole the show. You've you also go. tore apart, us apart on previous awards and also for bringing up Arthur Fleck. That was a weird one. <laughs> uh, he's, we call him Hagrid, but you may know him as Dan Morrison. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dan. Thank, Thank you for a lovely uh, introduction. Oh, it is a lovely introduction. We are in, uh, we're in host of Dan's lovely... He has to be nice because this is my house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and here he is. The man, Hello. the myth, the legend, the master of movies, my mogul of movies. The, uh, the only man who I know who is still, still petitioning that Land Before Time is recognised as a Christmas film. It, it is. It's Gaz Masters. Hello. And this is it. Hello, Dan. Hello, Dan. I've already had uh, Team Gaz and someone also say cancel JB. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's been the... Uh, I've got lost already from that. <laughs> cancelled. Yeah. Is it because he's still thinking about Land Before Time? Land Before Time, yeah. No, he's trying to figure out why I get to get cancelled. Guess what Lottie, my darling daughter, thinks is the best Christmas film of all time. Is so it Land Lam Before Time? It is Land Before Time. Yes. So, we'll do a little... That's, <laughs> called, that's called conditioning, guys. <laughs> While we wait for a few people to join us... Oh, here we go. Phil Mouse has joined us, and first thing he says is, Gaz is the best. Of course he does. Um, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> A um, little bit of catching up. A lot has happened in two years, boys. Gaz, you have... Gone big in America, apparently. You've gone big in America, and you've had a little Gaz, a little Gazette. A Gazette, yes. Yeah, um, which is the reason why... I don't know if you've I noticed, have. but myself and Dan have made an effort tonight. This is us trying our best. And Gaz has come dressed as James May. <laughs> yes. I, like I thought it. I'd change it up this year. Or change it down. Yeah. Yeah. But you're allowed that because, like you said... It's been a, you've got more important things. You've got a oh, child no. that you've explained to me, asked for pizza and then turned away pizza and for beans on toast and then turned away beans on toast. It's been a tough day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as for um, Dan, the last two years, you've had a bit of a, have it, you haven't had a child. I have not had a child. I got, got engaged. You got engaged. There you go. Really. Congratulations. Woo -woo. Well done, yeah. Dad. I got engaged in Amsterdam to my wonderful Jasmine. She's brilliant. There you go. She's in the next room, so I have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I had a great year. No, fantastic. Good. Everyone else sucked. I love lockdown. It was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, lockdown was a fantastic chance to watch a lot of film and TV, but that was 2020, and now in 2021, we are thinking of doing a mid-year nerdies where we will talk about 2020 because 
Gaz, you said it's been a bit hard this year. Uh, mainly because I didn't feel like I've watched that much. But also, the stuff that I have watched, I don't think there was as much to choose from. There probably was. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's as many standouts as I've had in the past, is what I would say. I guess the film industry did take a massive hit. Yeah. So, yeah, that is probably... What, did the film industry take a massive hit because Gaz didn't watch anything? They've got a... Report's in! Gaz didn't watch it! Leave it till 2022! Cancel the sequel! Tom Cruise is screaming at his cast. Gaz didn't like it! Wow, really? What I will say, though, is 2022 looks, on paper, to be right back on There is already 2022. Let's look forward to the nerdies next year. Can we look forward to them now, please? It's happening right now. So we might as well get straight into it, and this is uh, what it's all about. We're going to talk about a topic that might let me get my notes, let's get our nominations, yes. and let's just begin. Uh, I have, instead of having a little timer, I have something called a clock, <laughs> which I'm going to have to make a note so of. So old school. We have gone old school here, and the first one we do, and we do this uh, every time first, I think, is best hero. So the idea of this one is... Who was the best hero of 2021 in TV, film, whatever you want? Best hero. You at home start thinking about it, but we are going to talk about it. Let's say now I'm going to go straight over to Dan. Well, I think it's obvious what my answer is going to be, to be honest. It's half a fleck, I should <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, we've just, we had three of them. It's the man, Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's got to be Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Which Spider-Man? Well, just Spider-Man as a concept. Spider-Man, the concept of Spider-Man. The concept of Spider-Man. Let's face it. The concept of Spider-Man is what won the way No one else won it. I mean, I get, I, I get, like, I don't want you to say the concept of Spider-Man. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I can hear Stan Lee saying like anyone can wear the mask. Yeah, exactly. But even if we were doing best comic book, you wouldn't be arguing whether I mean six one six Spider-Man or whether I. Mean I would ask which Spider-Man Spider run you have. You know, well, I guess if you were talking like Peter Parker, Miles Morales, I guess. So you're going to go so Peter Parker. I would, go go, Peter I would Parker. change my answer to Peter Parker. Arguably. Okay. All right. You put forward Peter Parker, mm -hmm. Gaz. Yeah, I've, I've also gone for Spider-Man actually. Okay. Right, okay. Oh, God. So, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed the uh, new Spider-Man film. I've really enjoyed the Spider-Man games, too. So the concept of Spider-Man really has been excellent. Thank you, guys. Right, okay. <laughs> I've gone for the concept of Phoebe Spengler from Ghostbusters. Mm, oh, it's a good one. Let the horse die, oh. Jay. No. Let it die. You know, if anyone doesn't know this, I have been like pushing Ghostbusters so hard on Dan for like the entire year. The entire year. Like, I, we had bad discussions we just about getting straight Ghostbusters. Into it? Yeah, I mean, I think we made a mistake there. Normally we just say the nominations and then talk about it and I just went straight into talking about it, so... That's fine. Yeah, yeah no, we can mix things up. We are mixing things up. I mean, look, I'm mixing blue and pink and yellow. It's fine. So, it's... pros for Spider-Man. Pros for Spider-Man. You see, now... There were three of them. Now, Thank you. Now, this is like... I feel like your argument you're going to have right now for the concept of Spider-Man... <laughs> kind of would make more sense if you went for like nerdy icon of the year because spider-man the icon but best hero is a quite a specific thing yeah and you honed in on peter parker who i'll be honest was he the best out of them or was it andrew garfield your boy who you just turned your I back do, on i do love andrew garfield you do love andrew garfield andrew garfield is my favorite spider-man yeah. and, I and you're saying like the, the video game and everything 
But again, you that was thrown like, in. To be fair. Okay, so we throw it back out then. The concept and to, of Spider-Man and to be fair, 2021, the Spider-Man game that came out was Miles Morales. Yeah. Yes. So that fits into the whole concept. Concept, of which again would make sense if you picked it as a nerdy icon. But this is the nerdy, the, the, the nerdy's hero of the year, and I feel okay. Phoebe Spengler is a fantastic hero because she goes from being just some kid who fixes plugs, who goes on a intense and mad journey discovering of her entire history and she just becomes like she's just super brave and just like goes she saves the world she saves the entire the whole world and it's not like she saves the world by accidentally falling to stuff she stands up like almost like captain america s when she needs to she grabs the gun she arms the trap she sets everything off she motivates people she tells a good joke you like a good joke i do like a good joke i that feel she came out of nowhere and she became a hero, but imagine all the girls watching that film as well, how they'd feel about watching her. Yeah, no, I think it's a very strong case. And the play on Gaz having the, a daughter the, here. The, the, the negative I have for your pick, which is important, is she got a lot of help by other Ghostbusters. I'm sorry, and you're picking the entire concept of Spider-Man. Yeah, who did he get help by? The Spider-Man? The concept of Spider-Man. So Spider-Man okay. getting help and by Doctor Spider-Man Strange. And Spider-Man. And so Doc Spider-Man is, Doc is falling over the Grand yeah. Canyon for half an hour. So. No, Doc, <laughs> Spider- <laughs> Doctor Strange. No, sorry, Doctor Strange. Sorry. Doctor Strange. But, right, okay. but he still helps. Let me bring it onto another level then. Okay. Peter Parker. Picked not, a pick, pick up. Pick not up. only saves the multiverse, yeah. not the world. True. But at the end of the film, spoilers if you've not seen No Way Home, by the way, not only does Peter Parker save the entire world, but an iteration of Peter Parker saves Peter Parker from himself by getting in the way and stopping him from killing Green Goblin. It's very good. It's, it's all very good. And he becomes the ultimate hero in that moment. No, we are better than this. But he has to stop himself, himself from killing. A younger version. He also has to combat a version who um, has killed by a the way. lot more villains. And right? a real version so has I think this strengthens mm, yeah, Spider-Man's case. They always kill themselves. Hold on, hold on. What's Gaz? So he, obviously, Spider-Man in the new Spider-Man film is is having to uh, challenge multiple villains, whereas in Ghostbusters, you know, are you going do... after one? And sorry, Zool was a little bitch in this. Film. No, Zool was not a little. Bitch. <laughs> you know Zool? No way, Zool was a little bitch because. Phoebe could take her. Phoebe challenged her better than the Ghostbusters originally yeah, did. But that's she had like... the idea of just taking one of the one of the dogs out, to just take one of the dogs out, and she's half as powerful. They didn't think of that, the original Ghostbusters, so he fought against a full-blown Zool, so she's smart. Okay, not to skip nah. ahead, but can I ask a question? Is Zool your best villain? <laughs> the fact you're having to check means no. No. <laughs> Well, it's interesting, actually. That is not important right now. <laughs> and I knew that question be stricken from the record. A good villain, a good fellow, a good villain. Say <laughs> Right. Okay. Right, I can fix this. When we meet the Spider-Men, okay. when we meet the Spider-Man, let's go over all of them, right? Um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man mm-hmm. killed someone. Who? He killed the guy who um, shot 
His, uh, his uncle, he does. Does he directly kill him? I don't really remember this from the film, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah because she has. Yeah, because she. His grandma. No, that's it. Because he finds out it wasn't the guy who fell. It was, it was actually the other guy, yeah. Or something, yeah. Or, uh, all I know is he. It, she has to tell him, Spider Man won't kill someone. Why yeah. Spider Man kill? Because he did it, right? So that's yeah. one. Andrew Garfield. We get a hint that he's had dark times, and a lot of people have been going like, he's fucking killed someone. He's done yeah, something. He, he stops pulling his punches. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. And then Tom Holland goes to kill someone. You're picking a three times murderer. Yeah, but you've got to go to the dark. To, yeah, but are you telling me? Well, she brings life <laughs> to the dark. Phoebe goes to the ghosts. That she can't kill ghosts. She's stopping them killing people. She's stopping exactly. them. She doesn't have to worry. We They're think. already dead. I mean, what? she doesn't so have to worry about I the like... of, should I take this person out of the world? Because right. she doesn't have the option. The only option is to trap them be against their will. I but... loved the character. I really did. But what does she do, really? I'm not going to lie. She only tackles one muncher. A muncher? Which was shit. I'm sorry. Not like a big caterpillar she, slug thing. She sat, she... I thought, that's it. She bravely... And then she tackles the crap, Zool. She she sits on that, that seat that extends out and they drive like 60 miles per hour and she just goes hell for a level with a gun. She goes one-on-one with Zool like, and doesn't give a crap, doesn't even know she's going to get back up. You, my friends, would... You're not funny about putting the window down when you drive, let alone going out with a gun. I like that. would be funny about the window going down in a car do just to set the record straight on that. Do you know what, we, you have? Do you know what we're completely forgetting? Spider-Man, Peter Parker makes the ultimate sacrifice for the better of the universe at the yeah. end of that film. Mm-hmm. By not, not only does he kill himself, that'd be easier. He makes everyone forget him, the love of his life, every support system he has. And remember, it's snowing at the end of that film, so Peter Parker spent Christmas alone, oh. not knowing anyone, and no one knowing him. He, even at the end of the film, sacrifices getting some of it back for the better of another person. Super. She brings back the Ghostbusters. She he brings them together. Venkman, Egon. They all, oh, uh, Egon comes it. back from the that, grave. And that everything. was his last line of defense. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> and is. that strengthens my point. She had to go and get the help. So she... Um, <laughs> she was locked in jail. Right. <laughs> Time's been... <laughs> Let me have a look at the comments. Let's see what people are yes, thinking. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Right. Um, so people put Toby Maguire's Spider-Man, Egon, um, Gaz is the hero we deserve. Yes. <laughs> After like I would nominate myself. Ryan Brookfield category of a Ollie Ollie Griffiths has put E guy. I don't know who that is. E Don probably. No, maybe it might have just slipped. Ryan Brookfield put Afterlife was great. Watched it three times, but I do agree with Gaz and Dan. That's good to uh, see you, Ryan. Nice to see you, man. Not seeing you in a while. Uh, James Huey says, I would argue that Phoebe's last name is probably not Spangler. It's our accent. Spangler. There you go. Um, just accept your fate. Uh, Joe just says, accept your fate, microman dandy cabbage. says Spider-Man is a boring character and No Way Home was saved by Willem Dafoe's reprisal of Green Goblin. Yeah, and um, we'll come on to yeah, that. Yeah. 
Uh, Katie says, only here to see JB lose an argument. Not disappointed, boys. <laughs> uh, hello, Eve. Eve's watching. Hi, Eve. Ryan, I know it's a proton pack, not a gun, but in the heat of the argument, you just got to say words that come out your head. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, to be fair, uh, uh, Fieldmaster says her name probably wasn't actually Spengler because it's not a maternal grandfather. Did we have to find out Phoebe's last name? I feel like I just... I thought I got that from Wikipedia, that she was just Phoebe Spengler. It might be in some outside source material. Yeah, so it might be at the moment just be... If, if, Phil Mouse, if you want to do the research, yeah. please post it in there. That'd be lovely. Yeah, we'd like to know. Please. Right, I'm I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie, boys. Yeah. Yeah, you were, you were fighting the losing battle. I'm going to concede. I'm going to concede. Only... I'm not happy about it. Only, <laughs> only because I'm going to go with the people. The people have spoken, but I just think it's very yeah. odd. That we give best hero to, and I'm gonna write this, the concept <laughs> of Spider-Man. It's a strong start for the nerdies this year. Ah, uh, the concept of Spider-Man. Spider-Man's not a person. It's a it's a way of life. A way of life. Again, I feel like it's what the Icon Award was for. But what do I know? Apparently, I'm Dandy Dan Microman Cabbage. Right. Um, so straight away from that, as you can see, this is how it work, works here. Um, oh, Field Master's come back saying that Shang-Chi was a better hero than all of them. I didn't. I, I mean... Uh, did you watch Shang-Chi? Yeah. Did you? I actually... I did enjoy it, but not nowhere near as much as I think I'd seen some people enjoy it. So I, I thought it was like one of those like sort of average Marvels where I just go, yeah, all right. Mm. It, it felt like... For, and don't get me wrong, I've, I've not seen it in full. I've seen... Well, hold on! <laughs> it's a right. weird review. And no, I've seen part of it, and then I've seen a lot, a lot of people talking about it. And I've, and, like, I've only seen part of it. Because I started it, and then I just didn't... Uh, I, I think I had to go somewhere. I had to go pick some more <laughs> or something. I really needs me! <laughs> <laughs> but like, what I've seen a lot of people say, and obviously not seen it, so I mean, my argument doesn't really matter, but I've seen a lot of people say that it was a, about one specific thing until the last 20 minutes. And then it's a complete flip. And it's yeah, but it has acts. I think that's the main point of the of the film. It has acts. Most films have acts. I agree with you entirely there. If I had to say, I broke down Shang Chi to be the first half is like um, crouching to half. Sorry, the first act is like crouching tiger, hidden dragon a bit, and then goes into rush hour for a bit of the first act and the second act, and then the third act is just like picture. Oh, what are them famous um, animated Chinese, uh, Japanese films? Spirited away. Yeah, yeah. Who makes them? Um, the Studio, oh, Gi Studio oh, Ghibli. Yeah, yeah. The last, the last yeah, act is like Studio Ghibli or Ghibli. I don't know what the pronunciation is on that. Field Mouse, if you want to look at the pronunciation, that would be great. Field Mouse is definitely our pronunciation uh, advisor so at this point. Ryan Brookfield has put, "What are your guys' thoughts on Eternals?" I personally am not a fan, but I know MCU fans are split over it. I have not seen it yet. Have so. you still not seen it? Yeah. Wait till you get to the well, uh, full penetrative sex scene. Do you know what it was, right? Not even lying. Me and Vicky actually went li literally and had the full penetrative sex scene. <laughs> yeah, we had it on to watch, mm. and like at the last minute, Vicky read an article that said, "Is the Eternals the worst Marvel film?" <laughs> and we both went, "Not tonight." <laughs> uh. I mean, I personally, I liked. There's parts of it which are like great and there's parts which are just like nah and made no sense and I just I, I walked away feeling like it's it's a Marvel film it's entertaining it's mid to low tier mm -hmm. but I wasn't I wasn't offended by it 
Like, yeah. I wasn't insulted, but I've not had that in with any Marvel film. I've, I've also not seen it, I have to admit, because I was put off by the trailer. That says a lot, you see. This says a lot about the film, just people just not wanting to watch it. And I'm, I'll be honest, you'd be hard-pressed for me to go, oh, you need to watch it because of mm. this There's scene. There's no, like, major redemption in that. Like, like with Shang-Chi, I've read the plot, I know what it's about. I've read a lot of reviews. I've seen a lot of YouTubers like talking about it. Like I've seen Matt Pat and stuff talking about it. Um, Danny Dugan is I watching. Hi, Danny. Really Hi, Marl. Like in Shang-Chi, what they did with the Mandarin character that they basically destroyed him. Was it Iron Man 2 or 3? 3, yeah. Or it was Iron Man 3. Was. And the, the way they spun that in this one was really good, I yeah, thought. Yeah, I, I, I liked that. That that was one of the things that made me want to watch it. Yeah. In fairness, that is, and I heard he's like a scouser or a Liverpool sports or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that was a bit irritating just because it was like really reined in. I thought. Mal Benkin is like, like a poshest. It was like it, it, there's a bit where he's like watching the football like somewhere, and he's like going, "Come on!" But it's like oh, dead fake and forced. Oh. Obviously, as a football fan, you're going. Oh. You're an Everton fan. fan. You've never had obviously, that feeling. I'm that not, I'm obviously not going to enjoy the fact that it's a Liverpool supporter as well. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Mal Taylor says, uh, I vote for No Way Home to win everything. Well, you just tuned in, Mal. They've already won Best Hero for the concept of Spider-Man. Mm. So let's move we on. Won that We've got to move on. Otherwise, we'll be all night. The next uh, nomination is Best Villain. Again, like Best Hero, except the complete opposite. Again... I please not half a fleck like you wrote last time. <laughs> so we'll go around and just say our nominations. So I'm gonna say, I'll go first. Green Goblin. Green Goblin? I mean, for me personally, it's Rafa Benitez. <laughs> <laughs> because he definitely caused my 2021 to be an absolute fucking You're nightmare. breaking the rules, there's two rules. No politics, no sports. <laughs> but what? In the concept of the nerdies, oh. yeah, uh, it's Green Goblin. Yeah, it's Is this the first time we've ever had a triple, like an all three? I don't think it probably one. has happened before. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a strong case. Now, the only thing I would say is a bit of a sort of thing to this is I wouldn't have picked... Like, I was arguing with you about whether we were going to include 2020 because we've not talked about it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think if you would... If we had have had that scope as well, I don't think he would have won for me. But, obviously, if we're staying in 2021, See, I don't think there's a lot of strong villains. I, I think know, this no, was a no, no, When I was looking back through it all, I was like, shit, there's really not that, that strong villain. I mean, fucking hell, we had a fucking starfish in one film. That's, that's what I mean. It's what like, the fuck was that thing? Even, like, reading Shang-Chi and Eternals, it's more like... Oh, there's an egg at the centre of the planet, and oh, there's a big dragon. It wasn't like yeah, any like, villain that you could relate to in any way. Because I can think of one that could be argued very well, but I just... If you say, if you say Zool... Poster, that's no, no, no. <laughs> um, Omni-Man from Invincible. Did you watch that? Not I did not it. watch it, though. Oh, for fuck's sake, you can tell. That's <laughs> Omni-Man is essentially um, Homelander from The Boys, except... It's it's different. It's the same but different. He's an absolute OP superhero, Superman, who leads a team and is a knobhead. And is a major knobhead. Mm. And he he he, he murders someone, and there's a murder mystery, and that's the whole concept. Is that no one knows? And he's trying to hide it. By the end of it, though, more and more comes out about why he's in it. His motivations are dark as fuck, and 
Yeah, it's like the boys, but I'm really, I'm not shocked you didn't watch it. I am shocked at you. Do you know what? I, it was one of them where I really wanted to, and I've read the first, like, I, comic book years ago. Now, for, it's so funny you mentioned that, so Chris Wakefield mentioned this. He didn't watch it because he read at first, because he read the comic book and didn't carry on, because the first issue ends, and it's like, la da 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 everything's fine. Yeah, the, I think the, that the, was... the weird thing about this in the first episode, you've got to get through the first episode because it portrays itself to be like a Saturday morning TV, superheroes, yeah, 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 whatever. Then the final five minutes turn it straight to an 18. I've heard that, yeah. And then every episode after that is like an 18. Right. Right? But the comic doesn't do that. The, no. the comic is like only five minutes into that first episode. So you finish the comic and went, oh, this is pretty paint by numbers hero stuff. No, and didn't carry on. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I must have done the same, to yeah. be honest. Um, I, you, you, you and the, the rest of the band, if you didn't know, we're a band, um, you've been very vocal about it, you've, very, you've, you've enjoyed it quite a lot. Yeah. I, I, I keep meaning to it, I love the cast as well. Mm. Um, I don't Mark know why I've not watched it. Do you know what I think it, I think it is? I, I was a little bit done with just gratuitous violence for a while. Hmm. I think that's why I didn't really carry on with the boys as well. I think that I, 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 I don't think the the boys was um, as strong. Well, we should probably for the boys wasn't it was a series of the boys this year. Well, obviously the last one then. Well, we should probably get back to where we're actually nominated yeah. for best villain of the year, which we've not even spoken about. Well, we have, yet. so it's Green Goblin then, isn't Green it? Green Goblin is going to win, but why are we saying Green Goblin? Um, we'll go round. For me, I can just sum it up in one scene. Um. It's the when Green Goblin becomes AEW All Elite and fucking power bombs Peter through like three oh, floors. Does oh, yeah. uh, all wrestling moves, by the way, which I was really loving. Uh, and then at one point, Peter holds him down, is punching him, and he's like, punch, 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 he's and laughing. he's laughing back at him. Yeah. It was it was like he was going, "Fuck you, DC, for not making me Joker. You could have had this." Yeah. And in that, I was terrified. And at that point, I didn't know what he was going to do. And as the movie progressed, he just got... He went so dark. And he allowed that film to be as dark as it was. And also, don't forget with Marvel, the villains aren't the best all the time. Mm. We've had a... We've got, we get the short end of the straw. And I've heard some people say that he... Hand, well, I'm going to say who... No, I'm not. I'll leave that. I've been... T someone said that he hammed it up. I don't get well, that. I think that's like, what you mean, hand it. I think that's literally like word for word. What I've, I've had some scenes, some people say, I've actually had one person tell me, Wrong um, you know, just like oh, over exaggerated. Right. I would say, oh, Jack, no, no, like he's Jared Leto in Future, apparently, he hands it up and goes absolutely nuts. No, I, no, I, I, he, I thought he was brilliant in that. I've, I've literally watched that this week. But uh, I, I just thought, like, have it, having that character back and having William Defoe back as Green Goblin was just such a like, oh, this is so good. Like, and, I, I loved it. And being that was one of the to... biggest things about yeah. loving that film was having those characters come back. And yeah, Doc Ock is, is great, but like, Green Goblin is just a next level yeah. villain in, in the MCU. That's a very good point. Said, yeah. I, I was walking into that film thinking, Doc Ock is going to be my villain in this. I like Green Goblin, but it's definitely all about Doc Ock. I was more excited about seeing Doc Ock because I think I prefer him in the comics, and he's the best iteration of him. And okay, yeah, he—if we're going to sit with wrestling, he—he he turns babyface, 
and he, uh, he, you know, he becomes a good guy. But I think if he, even if he stayed bad the whole way through, Green Goblin just stole it and yeah. made me remember shit. You know what? This guy was fucking evil. And yeah. do you know what? Like in, in the comic books, Green Goblin's an evil prick. Like if you read into it, yeah. the stuff he does to Gwen Stacy is fucked. fucked. Um, not only in you know spoiler and you know graphic and what. He pretty much rapes Gwen Stacy in the comic books. Yeah. Then he murders her, which is 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 brutal, just to piss off Spider Man. Pretty much, that's pretty much all it comes to. Not even to kill him, just to piss him off. That's the extent he'll go I, to. I think it's been made canon now that he never actually did rape her, but he put the concepts that he did in her brain. That's more fucked up, isn't it? <laughs> that's more fucked up. <laughs> now, I, I'm sure that's. I'm sure I read that in the last Nick Spencer run that he yeah. he did that instead. Um, Does I anyone have any like gonna... honourable mentions yeah, before gonna, we move on? I was going to say, let's I, have a look I, at what, the, what you guys are going to say. I teetered with was Sangwoo in Squid Game. Well, I was about to say this. That's um, a very good shout out to him. He was a fucking arsehole. Yeah, he was um, a dick. Eve has said Sangwoo in Squid Game. Um, we've also had Kingpin. Now, yeah, but I don't think uh, he was in it. because it's not yeah. 2017. Yeah, like, I don't think he was I assume we're, we're talking Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't true. think he's in it enough. He was like, great. If he was, if, like, he's really only in, what, like, the last episode? Last two episodes, maybe? Now, now yeah, but Fieldmouse is making the point that I was about to say. He says he's got his big, his big return in Hawkeye, but in the comics he's, a, he's mayor of New York City and starred his master hand against the superheroes. And he got married, and it's been a big thing. And if you oh, don't so read the comics, comics, yeah, he's been there for a while though. Hasn't yeah, he? It, yeah, he has been there, but he's like really rather than just being like elevated now. For the for the past two years, he's just like I'm just the mayor. You all think I'm up to something? I'm up to something. He's just started last year being up to something and doing right, like okay. really bad shit. So I totally feel that. But the problem here, feel now is comics are like lost on Gaz, so it never wins. But I think it's a good shout, Kingpin. Um, Eve says for wrestling MJF, which if you follow wrestling, yeah, if you follow wrestling, not um, so. Ryan Brookfield has gone in with Green Goblin, but preemptively. I'm also looking forward to see what happens with Cav Bane on Wednesday. Um, Green Goblin fully powerbomb Spider Man says Ash. Um, Doc Ock was the best villain in the trilogy, but Goblin did steal the movie. Says Field Mouse. Um, very- oh, hold on. Yeah, Fieldmouse has said, no, 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 not Kingpin and Hawkeye, the concept of Kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> he wins! Yeah, get, get fucked. Uh, very quickly, something that is, is very badass that Green Goblin does in this film and isn't really being thought about is, I don't know if it's an intentional thing, and it's probably not, but there's a very clear moment where Alfred Molina's uh, Doc Ock is talking to, to Green Goblin and he says, oh, won't it be great to to have your old wife back. Green Goblin replies yes. in just a voice that you immediately know, oh, he's Green Goblin again. Yeah, he can switch it. And it's so good. And that's not even my point. It's the point that it's another 10 minutes before Peter Parker's spider senses kick in. And that, yeah, when it happens. And even then, he's like, I'm not 100% sure what the fuck's going on. When Doctor Strange, when Peter Parker's mind isn't even in his body, his spider sense is good enough to, to do all this crap. But it took him like five, ten minutes to realise something's wrong here. here. And I don't even and know what. And when it comes in, it's like something from one of them 
films like uh, uh, Train Spotting, where it just hits him like a ton of bricks yeah. and it's like, oh, it's oh God, scene. I'm coming down! Yeah, it's such a good scene. Yeah, and it's like. So, we're gonna put. I mean, I think it was always a given. Yeah. Green Goblin as our villain of 2020. He gets his trophy sent to him. That's just the concept yeah, of Spider Man like somehow. Um, well, as opposed to the concept of Green Goblin. That's what he turned evil for, Ash has put, you embarrass me in front of the concept of Vanessa. <laughs> 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 so that's brilliant. Um, so we oh, move on next to um, what should we do next? I feel we could get some. Uh, oh, you know, let's go with best official soundtrack. Now we're all kind yeah. of musos. I've said this before here. You and I are in a band. You and I have been in a band. You are still in a band that happens to open for our band. band. Yeah. So. We like a lot of music. I mean, I'm looking at a ton of vinyls over there right now. Gaz has a ton of vinyls. I'm digital. Um, so, <sighs> yeah, best like. official soundtrack. We'll go around, and the nominations for best official soundtrack are Last Night in Soho. Okay. Yeah, I, I went for the same. That's yes! I'm so glad I you did. I did not this expect is... that coming at all. Yes, and you have all the notes that I need because I've just realised I can't get them because my phone's doing the live stream, so yes. This is going to be hard because I've not seen that film. Mine is Dune. Ooh. Now, Dune, I really, really enjoyed it. Well, hold on, we're starting the timer and go. I did really, really enjoy Dune. So I that was like gonna. I think it's more the score, isn't it, June? Like it's yeah, just, it's all score. Yeah, it's yeah. not like I'm like. Oh, I was that's worried a perfect that, 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 could, that would no, count. so no, it's no, no, that definitely can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Dude, Back to the Future came out this year. Oh, it would yeah, fucking yeah, get yeah, it, yeah. you know. And and even um, like one of my things I was thinking was like Ghostbusters because like even though it's not exactly a that was my second. That was my second. It's still basically Ghostbusters' score from the eighties, but I really enjoyed like. Sort of modern elements they threw. Into I, did it, we just like... become best friends? <laughs> I was going to argue against that, and then I remember Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> so, um, but no, I, I, I've not seen it. In fairness, I've not seen it last. I mean, that, I yeah. love Do you it. want to read? Do you want to read up the track listing, guys? Right. Okay. It so it, oh, is it, is it a track listing? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So it's right, basically, right, uh, I don't know. Do you know the film? I'll, 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 I'll treat the film. Heard of it. So the film is simple as this: a girl who was. He kind of hinted that she has kind of like psychic abilities. Moves to Soho, and when she goes to sleep, she begins to dream. And when she dreams, she's waking up in the 1960s, and she's attending events in the 60s, and kind of, but she's like, she's a fly on the wall. No one can see her. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah. she's in the mind of the person, she can see through their eyes, but she can't have any control yeah. of what they do. And the whole time, because it's the 60s, there's a vibe. And they have 60s music playing. It's the same guy yeah, who did Baby Driver. Oh, right, so okay. he's good at music and he just nailed like every song from that. Did he direct it? Or do, do he did, though, he directed it. And he did, Edgar yeah. Wright then? It's Edgar Wright, yeah. Oh, I didn't realise it was Edgar Wright. I think he either directed it or he wrote it, he, but then he also did the music for it. Oh, oh right. I'm going to watch this. Um, 
And, but then as what happens is, the nights get darker, like, more serious shit starts happening, she doesn't want to be there, but she can't it's help like it. It's like a fucked up goodnight sweetheart. Yeah, it is like a fucked up goodnight sweetheart, yeah. I'll be totally, yeah, that's a really good way of putting it, but read the track listing. So, obviously, like, and the, and the strong thing is, is, like, obviously, there's, I mean, the artists, like, Dusty Springfield, The Kinks, Silla Black, The Who, Sandy Shaw... Ardeen Taylor's There's a Ghost in My House and that is like the perfect for the scene it's in as well. And that's the thing is it's really like cleverly done. Like obviously anyone who has a heart with Scylla Black it's like absolutely perfect. Whenever we've argued this before with whoever won last time Every song makes you think of a scene. So, like the Spider-Man soundtrack, I mean, you listen to me like I don't oh, like yeah. that kind of music normally. I'm not into Post Malone or whatever, yeah. but I like to put it on because I'm at that moment I'm swinging through yeah, the city yeah. and doing that. When I read, I put that on in the car. I know the exact scene that that is paralleling to the track, and it is insane. I'm just playing the movie in my head because the movie is really, really good as well. Like, obviously, as well. Like, the, oh, sa- the soundtrack fits the film it's a really like I was not expecting it to be as good as it was no, like, no. when I first put it on I was like oh this is going to be like one of those like sort of throwaway sort of films I watch and then never watch ever yeah. again and then like I was a bit into it and I was like this is actually like pretty cool and then by the time you get like like an hour in you're like fucking hell this is boss this is not what I was expecting well go on well go on Hagrid tell us of of, of the tales of how Sam sounds good <laughs> <laughs> right I picked Dune um, can I say, um, I, I saw Dune with my cousin, and uh, he bought the tickets. We flex. We were six feet from the fucking screen. <laughs> um, <laughs> so when the sandworms are so, like... So he covered the right side of the screen, I covered the left, and we conferred notes. <laughs> <laughs> we... <laughs> Like a fucking horse watching the cinema. You're this right, left eye, and this right. So I, I, I ended up, you know, going away. I, I watched it a couple more times, and I, I fell in love with the film. I watched it about five, six times. Okay. Um, it, it's a really good film if you've you not watched it. But yeah. when I, I came away, that I was talking to the camera. Jay. Um, <laughs> when I, <laughs> when I came out of the cinema the first time, all, all I could think was that film was amazing, but that soundtrack was phenomenal. Like some of the noises that are made, like not only just the, like the um, the chorus choir, like you know, recognizable mm. bit when you know when um, whenever Zendaya is on the screen, pretty much, or whenever anything you know that like prophesized happens, but some just some of the bass and rumblings that were happening in the film, and also, which is a this is a weird thing to say in a section that has an original soundtrack, but I kind of think it counts. Because I think it's just as important to know when not to use the score. Mm-hmm. And there are some scenes in Dune that are so silent and yet yeah. so loud at the same yeah. time. I mean, that's it, though. It's all to do with, like, the, the experience Less of, is more. of the sound. Yeah. So, like, I completely get that point. I mean, I genuinely feel this is one of those films where it is elevated by the score. Because yeah. it like every step of the way, it feels like a classic. I I remember watching it, and within like about fifteen minutes, I was like, "This is a fucking classic film yeah. for modern times." Yeah. And I know we've sort of talked about it, mm. and you weren't as keen on it, but from the instant I started watching it, I thought, "Yeah, this this is like one of those films in twenty years." I you'll think look back on it. I go, do have one like, argument against it though. Okay. Right. Fucking bagpipes, mate. 
Bagpipes are the greatest instrument of all time. True. Explain why they were there in so many thousand years. Well, why would they not be? Well, because of all the instruments that survived, fucking bagpipes. Yeah, they well, never they even left Scotland. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, they were in Braveheart. It means in Braveheart, yeah, which was eight hundred years ago. Yeah, so why wouldn't he be in a number eight hundred years? Jay, it needs to be an instrument that you can play while marching. Trying so it's not going to be the fucking guitar. I'm sorry, they've got planes. They've got planes. No, they've got planes that can go just coming out of the thing with a fucking glittered Elton John piano. You just proved the longevity of bagpipes. No, that's what I thought was unbelievable. (laughs) There's no way that bagpipes would survive. Why not? Because I believe they survive in a small corner of space like that. But they may not like that. They all like, march like it was like a clan, for example, of a small, close-knit family who happened to live on oh, the they didn't far even away, sound Scottish. Far away, very Scottish-looking planet. <laughs> what, desert? No, when they start on it, Atreides, the house, the, they have the house of Atreides. The planet that they start on is very mm. green and rocky and looks Scotlandy. I would say that if we were to... That's now, what, they're, they're a clan? If The one thing that can always do a score in, I do like a good score, but if there's one thing I can do a score argument in is, if me and you now was like, let's boogie, let's, let's have some fun, what's you on the whack on? I could put on the Last Night in Soho soundtrack and we could... Okay, yeah. but if, I, want, if I wanted to absolutely pin you to your chair... <laughs> like, if I wanted you to feel like shit is about to go down, I would put the Dune soundtrack on, which is what Dune is about. Shit is let's about see what to people are saying. Let's see what people are saying, because I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, we've got Fieldmouse says Rare and the Last Dragon. I didn't watch that. I have seen it. It is it is good. Um, so I don't remember. Was... I don't remember the soundtrack that much. So Eve, much then, today, but... Eve says uh, Last Night in Soho. Nice one. Uh, but also says Get Back. Now, interestingly, now, right, now I, I not for. I did not pick that. It's so obvious. Yeah, as well. Like, because it's just not... listen to a Beatles album. But yeah, like. I mean, also, does, we'll come on to that later. Does that count as a soundtrack if it's happening in the actual film? Does it count as a soundtrack if the songs aren't finished? No, I mean, I, I think I, I, get the, the I get the argument. They do the rooftop performance. If we're just talking of music that I like, Get Back would be my number one. But I don't think it's... Because it's like, it is a documentary about them making the music. I can't put it as a soundtrack. Yeah, um, I feel like it'd be like, well, I guess... That being said, Bohemian Rhapsody, that one. Yeah, but I suppose um, that's people playing that. But that was a film about yeah, exactly, that. This yeah. is literally just like... It was just them playing. Like, that's like, you know, um, we, we film ourselves playing some music and then say, and that's the soundtrack to our film. Also, by the way, like, two of the songs on the rooftop performance made it onto the Let It Be album, so okay. they were finished. It's fine. Um, <coughs> while, I just, while I just read some more stuff, do you guys on your phones just want to uh, share the uh, video that we're doing right now onto your main pages, so maybe... If anyone had seen Slip, we did move our time this year. We normally do it on a Sunday at about seven o'clock. <laughs> Just go onto the Facebook page and share the video to your profile, Granddad. Jesus. Uh, we, nor- we normally do it on a Sunday. We do it on a Saturday this year because stuff has been. Oh, you can tell you're doing it. Yeah. Um, because you know it's been harder to pin us down. And yeah, we'll see what if we need to, we'll go back to a Sunday next year. Um, Encanto says Katrina Bauka. Also didn't watch. She didn't watch. I have, but it, this one of the songs is number one in the UK right now. So yeah, it's uh, got a good soundtrack, apparently. I, I was at my niece's birthday today and I heard 
my cousin basically going, I can't believe it, she watched Encanto without me, and he was proper fucking mad. So, <laughs> so, um, Bo Burnham inside. Oh, says shit, Eve. Shit, son, Eve. Oh, no. Mm. That is a why, hell of a show. Why have you done this to me, Eve? Well, is that oh, the soundtrack? I haven't seen it. You've never watched Bo Burnham inside? No. Oh, what? I don't think so. It's a panic attack. Are you reason? staying after this? Uh, probably not. Oh, we're God. watching it anyway. Yeah. 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 What, is, what is, is it? We're, 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 we're watching that anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking going to smash that. Media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but Basically, music. what he did was he made a special. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, I have seen this. I have seen it. So, like, yeah, I remember watching it now. Yeah. I, I have to admit, when I watched... Bo Burns inside, it became a part of my personality. It, it, the thing you did in like solid basically did it in lockdown, like, didn't they? Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. was um I might have to change my answer here, Eve. Eve says more I did I did like it, I'd not like it enough. I think whilst it's it's a good I, I, answer, I think it's it's a it's a better nomination oh, than no. Dune. I put it a whoop I can see why you would change from Dune. I'm not gonna change from last night Soho because I'm I'm not I would put on right Bo Burnham every so often, well. but yeah, I mean, dude, there's a Susie Sue and a Banshee song on there that is so perfect, and True. It's, it's probably a throwaway song for them, but because they've enveloped it into that scene, it's become this song that I hear it, and I just go, ooh, I'm vibe, <laughs> I love it, it's so good. True. In a cabbage there. There are. <laughs> <laughs> Like in a dandy man carriage. Ooh, yeah. There are songs on that Bo Burnham special that send shivers down my spine. Mm. That absolutely... And this is a person who can't sing very well, particularly. And, you know, he knows that. But managed to write lyrics and melodies are particularly amazing. And all original music as well that are touching... They are deeply fucking saddening. They are hilarious. Mm -hmm. And they there's a quote in History Boys by Alan Bennett which says, you'll never feel more understood than reading a hundred-year-old quote, a hundred-year-old book, and an idea is presented there that you didn't know anyone else had had. Mm -hmm. And it feels like a hand has come out of the page and taken yours. And that is what Bo Burnham's inside is. Yeah, it really does. So for that reason, we're going to put... Last night in Soho. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if you've not watched Bo Burns Inside, go watch it and prepare for six months of mental health issues. <laughs> I am shocked that one. Because I, I didn't think I put that in. I, I put that in for a... Uh, I thought that was going to be on my own. Really. I thought I was going to be so on my own on that. That's And the fact that we both put Ghostbusters as our second choice is mm. well, well weird. So yeah, well done. Um... Uh, I'm only jumping in because of work, but I strongly disagree with JB, I assume, says Mal. <laughs> uh, right, so I think we should move on to something a little bit no, more negative, because we normally do, we've, we've done a lot of awards for best stuff, let's do a worst one, so let's do worst trailer. Mm. Um, we don't work as long on these, because Gaz isn't keen on trailers, and you think this is where he would really, <laughs> this is, you think this is where he really comes into his own, but he hates trailers so much. <laughs> He doesn't watch them. In fact, if you've never watched Talk Nerd and listened to Talk Nerdy podcast before, half of the episode is me forcing him to watch trailers, and it's quite entertaining. 
um, concept of trailers is really the big movie. Villain. Is this the villain? <laughs> yeah. The villain. Because I just genuinely don't understand why, especially I would say with films that like I already know I'm going to watch and that everyone will go and watch. Why do they give us so much? Would well, you not want? I much? hate it. You get free trailers. Right, this for is every really film. interesting. You, you said this. I fucking despise you it. Get... It's like just leave us. Give us like say Star Wars was a Star Wars. <laughs> film. All you need to do to every Star Wars film is go Star Wars December. Yeah. Okay. Fucking leave it there. Okay. Pink Floyd get back together and decide they're yeah. putting out a new album. Do you not want the singles? Well, what? Like, the single, you get three singles for every album. Yeah, but I, I, I obviously I'm a less than that. No, no, this is wrong. He'll blindly, he'll blindly just buy it. I would much rather have an album. Would you not rather like, oh, I can't wait for it. Oh my God, I actually get to listen to a song early. That's great. No, and even more so with music. Like, when they do these, like, we're going to give you 30 seconds of our new that song. That can fuck off. Fuck off! Yeah, that can fuck off. I just genuinely... Uh, give me the whole thing. Right! Oh, the yeah, nominations are... <laughs> bloody hell. The nominations are... I'm going to say... Eternals, the first trailer. Uh, I'm torn, so I want to go third. Uh, I have nothing. <laughs> you really have nothing? I mean, I, you, if you tell me a few of the trailers that we've done on the podcast, because I, I also have a very bad memory. You do. Um, so I don't remember when I've watched... I, now, I can do best Oh, I think I could tell you the worst for trailer for you, because you really... You went fucking sick. Go on, tell me what it was. You hated the teaser trailer for Stranger Things. Yeah, and this is exactly my point. <laughs> right, okay, right. okay, hold because that. We're Wait, all no, in. Hold it, we start to hear. Hold it. Keep Remember that feeling. Keep uh, the anger. I am torn between Eternals mm. and the Buzz Lightyear film. Oh! The Buzz Lightyear film. Oh, like, fuck, I forgot the, about the that. The trailer made it look like Armageddon. It was a what? It was oh, hell, no. I have not seen a Buzz it's Lightyear It's a Buzz Lightyear so solo serious. film coming out where Chris Evans is voicing. But it's not him the toy, it's him the... Who was the original voice for... Tim Allen! So what, what, is he just said, no, I'm not doing this shit? It's a young, real-life... Real, like the one in space. It's him screaming in space. Which is not a new concept, by the way. When I was a kid, there was a cartoon. Yeah, I watched it. It's a Space Command. Yeah, it was fucking brilliant. Star Command. Just do that. Guess who voiced it? Tim Allen? Yeah, exactly. But what infuriated me about the trailer was, like, when it's a Toy Story film... They don't make the trailer out to be a f- like Armageddon mm. or Apocalypse Now. Like the thought, it was like shit going down, and then it like pans down like for this really serious shot, and it's just Buzz Lightyear with this weird purple helmet thing on. <laughs> it's just a terrible. Trailer. It is a terrible trailer. Um, but so is that? I'm torn between that and Eternals. I think the Eternals, Eternals trailer. I think I, I'm, I think it's very simple. Nothing happens in that trailer. Nothing happens other than you see them come down in a spaceship and it shows like, here is man as a caveman, here is man in the Aztecs, here is man in this time. And it doesn't imply any event of any kind other than them saying, we don't do anything that we've waited until now. Until why? Why until now? Well, that's why. Oh, I'll never tell. (laughs) It's just like, it's really odd. And then then you're expected to go. Oh, I'm really interested. No, I don't know who any of them are. It's so bland. It was the blandest trailer. And the only reason I went to, like, 
see that film got excited about it was the second trailer they quickly realised and shoved a load of stuff in because they realised they put nothing the in that trailer. trailer was better. Yours is a really good shout because I got excited for Buzz Lightyear and as soon as I watched that I was the least excited yeah, I've exactly. ever been. I, I was close yeah. to bored death. You, you the, God, tell the, us. Well the only trailer that I remember actually and I don't even know whether it was this year you'll have to respond to this but when did the Sonic one come out that was a disaster oh that was, oh, that was a lie mate that was two it? years ago oh. there is another <laughs> there is another Sonic trailer there is another they have had another trailer starts off shit and then ends really good have you seen the new Sonic yeah, trailer yeah yeah I don't mind it. Really I didn't mind the film in it where Tails shows up and like there's a really cheesy bit where he's like name's Tails and he's yeah. like he's trying to play remember Tails remember so Tails he could like, yeah. remember Tails like, who could spin his tail and he could fly yeah, yeah, yeah. he's flying a plane so he's flying. He did fly a plane. I know he did. He was a pilot. I know you're right there. Why did Tails fly a plane when Tails could fly? But there's a really good. This is the whole. At the end, why does Donald Duck put a towel around his waist when he doesn't wear pants? Yeah, but there's a really good bit in the trailer where like. Um, Sonic's like, stop trying to steal my power, and then he just gets murked, and he's like, why would I want your power? And it pans up and it's Knuckles. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I've got enough of my own. And I, I was like, I want to see this film for that scene alone. However, yeah, it, it, that was a bit of a weird trailer. I, d- I didn't there. really like Sonic, I, so I'm not looking forward to that. I'm probably not going to watch it. <laughs> <You're laughs> right. I'm going to be honest, you're out. Yeah, I know I'm out. Um, so, uh, so if you're both saying it's out, I, 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 you might have won me already. Because See, I, you might have won me. So <laughs> <laughs> what, you flip-flopped? I don't um, know. You can't both flip-flop. I mean, I we can. This is my problem. <laughs> country. My problem fundamentally with the Eternals trailer was I was going, they've got not, they're not showing anything. And the reason for it was because they've had nothing. And that makes mm. sense. Um, however, my my other main problem with the Eternals trailer was the CGI they showed that scene where Angelina Jolie just like does this weird swipe and it looks like video game CGI. Yeah. Why do they? This is another thing I it hate about trailers is when they release it and it's not finished. What the fuck are you doing? That being said, an unfinished trailer might win our best trailer later on. <laughs> I'm gonna say the five minutes is up. And you say about an unfinished trailer, but I won't. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy trailers, which I actually didn't watch because I didn't want to watch a single trailer for that. Uh, if you look carefully, like loads of CGI is not finished in the background for them, but no one paid any attention because it was just like, wow, this is so different. Uh, I, I didn't even mean that. So let's have a look what people people have been saying. Field Mouse says trailers tend to give too much away, so he agrees with Gaz. Chris Wakefield's joined. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. He says, uh, I'm watching with Aiden and Annabelle. Try to keep it PG 12A. Stop watching. Um, that is so unlikely. Oh, I'm not drinking this year properly, so um, like, <laughs> my language should Eve, be Eve agrees with Gaz. I agree. I hate trailers that give too much away. I go through a journey of, wow, I want to watch this, to, well, now there is no, no point watching anymore. I don't want to bother. Um, oh, Fieldmouse puts, I vote Spider-Man No Way Home as worst trailer because it gave so much, away. much away. I was really hoping they were Didn't never going to release it. a trailer for that. It, it didn't give the best parts away though. But did it give enough? But that, like this is always my argument. I kind of on this. Yeah, but it gave enough. Away. It gave a little ball tickle. The Brazilian trailer gave too much away because it but was imagine you That's saw what nothing by an unfinished trailer. Technically, imagine you saw nothing of it. Oh, I know what you're going to go into it. Oh, this is worst trailer, so it should win that. 
No, but I, I mean, um, because because that was technically unfinished, that was what I mean, that that might win best, because we saw the Brazilian one, because they forgot to edit it out. They forgot it? to edit it out, and also, I was still, I was annoyed that they showed Doc Ock was in it, I remember afterwards going, yeah, Doc Ock, oh, I've had that ruined. Yeah, exactly! Like Alfred Molina announced a year before that he was going to be revived. I know, but I would have liked it to be in the air, like, uh, but to be fair, I did get to her level, so. That's what I mean. The best parts of knowing it, because... Don't get me wrong, we were all going, oh, I hope it happens, but none of us were sure. I suppose, no, you're right, we definitely and were. And had we gone into that and none of us had even suspected it was going to happen, I don't think I would have been as excited as I was having 18 months ago and will it happen, will it happen, and it did. If I just went to see a Spider-Man film and I went, fucking hell, Andrew Garfield's in this. That would blow your mind. It would, but I don't think I would have been... I don't think I would have cheered in the cinema. I think no, I I can. No, I'd have disagree. been too dumbstruck, and I would have gone. All oh, right, okay, that's that, amazing, but like, I'm not. I I think this is the problem now. Right. Like, obviously, we live in social media time, so it's so unlikely you're going to get that moment again where it's like the Luke, I am your father thing. But imagine that impact. True, true. But that wasn't in the trailer. That wasn't. Exactly. What we what, what we say, what we say is the worst trailer. It's all right fighting over the concept oh, yeah, of trailers. Whatever ones you want to agree on. Um, I'm, I'm going to go Buzz Lightyear. I, I am going to go Buzz. I think it was a really good shout. I completely forgot about that terrible <coughs> trailer that... Is it by the same people who... Best. <laughs> best. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Is it by the same people that um, make Toy Story films as well? Yeah, it's by Pixar. So it's pro- that's probably the worst film I ever make. Yeah, it might bomb. It might bomb because there's been nothing. Unless on. they introduce characters from the TV show. Oh, like so. Um, that, you know that big orange guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. If they if they were to introduce CGI good-looking versions of them, then they might have a shot. Or if they ca- cameo ones from the extended universe, like the lamp. Yes. Just <laughs> <laughs> comes in, just squishes them. Uh, uh, somebody has sat on the remote. Unless, oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I wouldn't have been. I, oh, I don't even know what that says. I, I <laughs> wouldn't have been. Did we? Did we say this? Feel matters, but I wouldn't have been as excited if I didn't see it coming. There's too many knots in there, so it cancels it out. It's nonsense. Back in my day, we had something called surprises. I think that he's agreeing with you, basically. Okay, so I am, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing right. with that. Research has. I try has... and avoid them as much as I can, and then he makes me watch them. I'm I'm sure I read a couple of weeks ago the research has shown that you actually enjoy things with a big twist at the end the second time round because really? you see it's coming and because you see it's coming you notice things that you wouldn't have all otherwise noticed oh. so let's face it like if you right this is a great example has anybody watched the new series Boys Sunny in Philadelphia? No, I've not seen it yet. Right, okay. Uh, I, I can't use that example. No, no, but I'm aware that apparently there's um, something about the first episode where it makes out like it's not going to be like, the series isn't going to be like the same as it normally is. And then something happens at the end, which it's like, oh, we're more like us than we've ever been. That's all yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's, it's very funny. Um, I get it now what you're saying. Like, if you were to watch The Sixth Sense... Depends on the tone. If it's a, if it's a funny twist, then yeah, but a horror twist. No, no, I mean, if you rewatch The Sixth Sense, you're going to notice, oh my God, no one else talks to him. Yeah, 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 I, I guess you would not notice the first time round, and you would get more enjoyment from that. Spoilers, he's dead. <laughs> it's 1996, guys. Um, 
Right, we'll move on because we've, this is an entire podcast within itself. <laughs> um, I think we should move on to which is the worst trailer. Dare I ask Gar's best trailer? Did you even pick one? Yeah, I did actually. Okay, I did, but I don't know whether it was the trailer as much as like I'm just really looking forward to the film. <laughs> you can't know it all. It's the Batman. <laughs> oh, the Batman! Oh, I put the Batman. I, 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 I had put the Batman mail in it. I mean, did you put the Batman hands down? Uh, I've gone with the No Way Home trailer. Come out in 2020, what it did, did yeah, it? Okay. We were okay. in um, band practice. All right. No, we were recording. We've just out. literally explained why that was a terrible trailer. <laughs> yeah, and I'm about to defend it. <laughs> Try. All right. We start now. Best trailer. Two people who want the Batman to win over No Way Home, which we've already agreed. Showed <laughs> too much, and a Brazilian one basically gave away the, the whole thing. Go on. So... No Way Home, the trailer for it, yeah. not only does it master in suspense, because you have the scene where Doc Ock comes in and you're going, holy shit, Doc Ock's in this, confirmation, that's amazing, that's, that's the big thing. Confirmation this isn't brilliant. suspense. I, d- I don't like Wait, that though. To me yeah, sorry, let him finish, let him finish. Can I finish? So, let him finish. <laughs> so you're like, oh my god, that's the villain, and then the pumpkin bomb bounces. And yeah. I've never been more excited by a trailer than that. Pumpkin bomb. Than that pumpkin bomb dropping on the bridge made me more excited for any film than any trailer. Okay, I'm going to argue back about this. Okay. Only because, I'm going to play on you here, because it wasn't my first pick, but are you forgetting the Spider-Verse trailer that was released? So you did not get extra excited at that? I didn't actually, you know, I wasn't going to ask about that. Really? Didn't, didn't get me as much as that. And you put down the concept of Spider-Man yeah. as best I hero. I love Spider-Man, don't get me wrong. Oh, I'm talking about right, Spider-Man okay. trailer. But at the same time, it... Hi, Holly. In a way. Obviously, there was a mistake in the Brazilian one with, you know, mess-ups. Yeah. But in case people don't know, in the Brazilian one, you could clearly see that in the final scene when Spider-Man alone jumps to fight three villains, one of the villains, for no reason, goes like, ah, when he's nowhere near him. Implying there's someone been edited out who was there, and it just went if you, viral. If you didn't know, that's right. something Disney do quite a lot. They tend to edit their trailers to make them look very different than what they're actually going to show. But apparently in Brazil, they have this another guy who just doesn't do it as well. That's yeah. a, that was a fuck-up, I'm not going to lie. It's a major fuck-up. But it shows you what the film is, because... Uh, I'm not going to lie, after the second Spider-Man film, I don't think many people were excited for the third one. I was excited because I was like, they've got to fit. They've fu- well, I hate You were hopeful. You I was hopeful. more, yeah, hopeful is the right word. They can't make it as bad as that one. They definitely listen to the feedback. Exactly. So they had to get people on board. But the second trailer, the, the second film's trailers were some of the best trailers because it hinted at so much that then this ended up fulfilling. But it never came to fruition. This showed a lot. Like, I was, don't get me wrong, I had surprises through this, as Fieldman says, but there was a lot where I didn't. Have surprises. Like I remember just watching, going, "We still haven't had the bit where Doctor Strange is on top of the Statue of Liberty and he's solving the cracks in the sky." So that is definitely in the third act. Now that Doctor Strange is out of the picture, I mean that was ruined. That's what. That's what you. Okay, but at the same time, I was thinking, "Holy shit!" Half of that trailer happened in the first twenty minutes of the film. What else is the? 
I mean, that's what you assumed at the time, and now that you know, with re- with retrospect, you not look back and think that trailer showed too much. No, not really. No. Whereas the Batman, I I just thought it was okay. The only reason I got really excited. Can we talk Batman for a bit? You've had a bit Spider Man. Let's get a bit Batman. The, the very, very one last point. The biggest twist, arguably, of No Way Home is still Aunt May dies, which is not revealed at all, or even hinted at in the trailer. Well, good! Yeah! But you know what is hinted at? It's hinted that MJ dies, but we all knew that if Andrew Garfield was in, which was revealed by Brazil that it definitely was, and he was gonna save her! And were you not satisfied when you were right? I was satisfied, but it would have been even more intense if I never knew that was gonna happen, and when she fell, I'd go, shit, 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 and then Andrew Garfield comes in, I would have gone, oh fuck yeah, of course! But instead, when she fell, I was like, Garfield, Garfield, this is prove me right, prove me right. You are saying that, but remember, I sat next to you in the cinema and you were fucking elated. When it that was happened. in a monologue. <laughs> I'm an only child. You fucking shot up when that happened. I did because it was good. Right, Batman. Batman is one of the best trailers. Simply put, because it doesn't are we, reveal. Was it so we exactly? So we are only referring to the not the Bat and the Cat trailer. The case no, not the, the Bat and the Cat trailer. I the proper the Batman trailer were at the very end. It pulls away to show him upside, upside down. down. Yes. They, so the second Batman trailer. All it shows is like random scenes and they are, the cinematography it is so good. Well. It looks it like it could dark. be a fan-made trailer. Like yeah. I've got an idea for a, a trailer uh, for what a film could be. And everything, it looks so beautiful, every shot. And then there's, I'm not going to And then there's uh, the bits where like, Penguin driving away and laughing and then bursting oh, through yeah, flames like, in the I car. got you, I yeah. got you. Yeah. Um, the bit where like it just shows, like I'm, as a Daredevil fan, I'm a massive fan of a hallway scene. And it looks like there's going to be a hallway scene because you just see Batman and a gun going off. Mm. And every time it goes off, you see him move like that and coming towards. He looks hauntingly dark in this and it's it's just so scary. But it's the scariest Batman trailer I've ever seen and in a mm. good way. Did you watch the five minutes that they've released on it. No, because I don't want to. Because that's what... We're going back to why trailers suck sometimes. This is why it's just a good trailer, because it doesn't show fuck all. You know, I'd still still probably preferred not to have seen it, but it was just there. Everyone was watching it. So, so obviously I've seen it. But, like, obviously it's just done the effective thing. It shows us Batman being co. It shows us a Batmobile. Happy days, I'm going to go and watch the film. Whereas with... The Spider-Man one, what you're referencing is your good points are my bad points for like a trailer. If, if I see a Green Goblin ball, that is way too much for me. I want to just see him pop out. And That's just, like for me, and personally. going to just give some fee- uh, feedback on uh, people watching. Um, we've got uh, Dan Bibby. Hi, Dan, wherever you are. First time listener, I'm guessing. Um, I may be late in this, so but there's no way home on fair mention for best trailer, as is clearly the best. That's why Thank you. Um, Holly has said, hello from Canada. Here in Canada, they show the trailer to the movie you're about to watch before the movie. What? It's really annoying when you've avoided it. That is so... Oh, mate. Could you imagine? I'd be purposely late to movies. I Fuck just would yeah, be. I would um, be late. I have had that happen once. I have had it happen once. I've gone like, why are they doing this? I would be late. Um, Holly, that sounds a nightmare. Spider-Verse... Tra- oh, okay. Dan Bibby says, the Spider-Verse trailer I allude to isn't just a scene, but we've made up the art trailers. Uh, Field Mouse agrees. Batman gets the best trailer. Um, I'm quite happy to, to defer to Batman, because it wasn't really the trailer. 
And we haven't got long to wait. No, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. We don't argue too long about the trailers because. Talk maybe crap is spoken. We are going to pull the Batman. I will say though, Batman is giving quite a lot away, but not in trailers. They've done stuff like codes to make it. Anything I mean, other, other than the initial is? teaser. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, again, like... And you've not seen... The thing that annoys me... If you two just want to talk about it, I'm like, going to go bleed the, the lizard. Oh, Sam, do you know the lizard? Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, and I don't mean the lizard from their way home. Could you <laughs> grab me a beer on your way back? I can, you? unless you want one of my ones from the No, I'll grab one of them. You can grab one of mine a bit. The thing that annoys me the most is, like, as we've sort of alluded to, I try and avoid trailers like That's play. Fair. But then you go on, like, social media and someone goes, Oh my god, I've just seen this person in yeah. the Batman trailer. I'm like, oh, for oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> you see, like, I've found, like, if you, if you go to the cinema and they've got um, the posters, there's, like, weird codes on them that people on Reddit Is have that? been deciphering. No, they they read stuff like, like um, oh, the Bat will fall. And I've just made that up. That's not a specific one. But, yeah. Like, they, they say weird codes on them, and at the end of the trailers, there's a weird code and stuff. Which I really like. I like the um, idea that there's like it, I suppose that that's the sort of like Ready Player One aspect of like when when you there's like things that you know you would almost like lead you to other things. Yeah. And I, I seem to remember was there like something for a film once where it was like a game, and you had yeah. to. And was that Ready Player One? And you had to play a game to like get the trailer or something like that. It might have been. I, can't I seem to remember actually, something yeah, like that. Something but like weird. that. I love the idea of it. I yeah. think that's a really clever way to market it, rather than showing yeah, things yeah. of the film. It's to say, you know, go and do this, solve, solve yeah. the challenge and stuff. And like, I remember, I think it was possibly Scream, or was it Fear Street, actually? When oh, that yeah. came out and they, they were doing like the marketing. Obviously, there was trailers anyway on fucking Netflix, yeah. for fuck's sake. But what they were doing was they were like setting up like, you know, like old blockbuster style yeah. stores in cities and stuff. And yeah. like, it was like that. I love it where it's more of an event yeah. to promote it that's, rather that's than the film. But then I think as well, from another point of view, I mean, yeah, a trailer is, is that, but what what if you watched a trailer after you'd seen the film? Could you appreciate it as an art form? No. You see, like, <laughs> I just didn't see I, the point. I watched a documentary recently and it was really good. It was about um, the art of making movie posters. Yeah. Now, movie posters... I get the art form in that. Like, if you, I, I love movie posters. I used to like put them on my wall and yeah. stuff like that. You think of the iconic Star Wars yeah. ones well, and stuff that. like that. Yeah, super. And like um, that, I love that because you know you couldn't look at that poster and go, "I know what's going to happen in that film." No. Whereas if they were doing, say, trailers for Star Wars, now this is my argument. Now, like, maybe there was, I don't know, but in Empire Strikes Back, they show like that bit with Vader and they obviously wouldn't have done that but, but they would show Luke fighting Vader yeah but then that it ruins oh, the illusion like for me right. like I, I love going in blind because I just I, I'm much more like I, I love the anticipation of like I have no idea what's going on and it's all just brand new and then I also feel like don't get me wrong this is a really weird example but especially in comedy films it irritates me so the, the example i'll use this is a film from ages ago it's called parole officer with steve coogan right and every funny line was in, in the trailer. trailer and then you watch the film and go oh shit there's nothing See, else in the film that's, that's a bad trailer yeah don't get me wrong you can reveal too much obviously um but i just like the fact that 
trailers have evolved. Like, if you watch a trailer from the 70s, 80s, like, 90s have that classic, like, in a world, or it's like, this, <laughs> yeah, this person, like this person, and he has a... I want to watch it. happen anymore, and I like that, the, the fact that that's evolved means that there's kind of an art to it, and I, I like that, and I, I'm interested. I want to watch it, but I remember the, uh, the film Cocoon had a f- amazing trailer, like, back in the day. I, that really blew my mind as a child and scared the crap out of me. I might watch that after. Right, so we're going to move on now to best... Oh, I'm going to get hammered in this now. Best TV show. Okay. I don't okay. know. I'll go with the word. Right, best TV show. And the nominations for best TV show are... One Division. Uh, I don't know whether this counts. I don't know whether... But I, I got Get Back. Um... Um, in this one. I'll, 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 I think it can stand. Because it was a series, technically. It was a three-part series, was it not? Y- yeah, it's a series. It was, it's not, but each of those... Well, it's I not a film. It's not a film. Yeah. It's a TV show. I'm, I'm going to get that. back if it counts. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've got a reserve just in okay. case I got not back. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm going with Invincible, which none of you two have seen. No. Which is really it's a tough sell. I, I know Invincible is good. However, yeah, I don't think it's going to win. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And you see one vision. We'll go. Yes, I, I have seen one vision. It is absolutely fantastic until you get about. I feel the point where you lose all credibility for being the best TV show is summed up in two words, my friend. Ralph Boner. Oh, fuck you. Ralph Boner <laughs> is the entire reason. Oh, is that episode is terrible. They just go straight into, you know everything was built up and so ages maturing and, and making different and now, man, should we have a fight? Oh! Like that with all the most basic stuff and then, oh, and in the end, that was my problem with Shang-Chi. <laughs> and, then, and then at the end, oh, you know this guy? You know this guy that'd be fun? No, he's just got a funny name. And then at the end, oh, you know, what was one, has Wanda learned anything? <laughs> she gets away with literally manipulating a load of people mentally and they, they everyone I wouldn't mind it's not like she gets away because she goes I'm done here and there's like a Dr. Manhattan floats off there are people around her who could arrest her I mean or they think they can they don't know how powerful she is and they go have you learned your lesson and she's like Gee Willikers, mister, I sure have. And I go, oh, you wonder, you get off now. Bye-bye. And then she goes, and that's it. Yeah, that is why it's awful because the build-up is great, but it leads to nothing really. I love yeah, the concept Game of Thrones. Of the show, Game of Thrones a bad show. I mean, I don't like Game of Thrones, so this is a really bad example. All right, okay, I, well... Yeah, I, I love the concept of WandaVision. I, I thought the fact that like the episodes were like mimicking, like, the age and stuff like that. It was really, really clever, but I, when I was watching it, I just didn't... I, it was just average for me. Like, in, in a way, like... I, you know, it starts off weird, and it's a bit disjointed. I felt like there needed to be more action. You, I remember you telling me that if it wasn't for the fact that all first three episodes were out at once, yeah. you would not have tuned in for the second one. Very, very doubtful. Because I, I genuinely watched the first one and was like... Nothing happens really, but and then the second one is sort of similar. And then it was the third episode I had to watch, yeah. and it just happened that obviously, like you know, it was all. It didn't all just happen. They planned that. I tried to put the three out. Well, no, but you know what I mean. Like it's, so, it, I, I easily could have given up. But have you rewatched it? No, because when you rewatch it, oh, this is that fucking <laughs> theory that's going round at the moment. No, but where like, if you rewatch something, you fucking come. Okay. <laughs> 
the first episode is a really weird fucking scene and it's got Kitty from that 70s yeah, show. Yeah, when it. she's like And going... she's just like, stop, stop. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? When you rewatch that, you're like, want to do something? And yeah. it, it, I was more tense knowing that these people know that they're fucked and there's nothing they can do about it. Right. And she's just going, please... I, Please I, save it. What did you say? Yeah. Sorry, guys. What Get did back. you say? Get back. I just, I thought it was. Yeah, I look. This is not your quintessential nerdy film. I guess the reason it's I nerdy for it's me nerdy. is because I'm a complete fucking music songwriting nerd. So Get Back, I is like that. Absolutely, like porn for me. So I'm watching like pro- possibly one of the, the greatest bands ever basically, like, dissolving within... Like, how has this footage never come out? It's, like, beyond me. Like, obviously someone's trailed back here. Jackson's trailed back and gone through all this footage. But to see that band sort of dissolving, but still having these, like, lovely moments with each other. Like, obviously we're all in bands, have been in bands, and that camaraderie that, like, shines through, but then every now and then there's those, like, tetchy moments, you know, like... I even loved the fact that there were so many bits in it. Like, there's there's one bit where, sort of, like, I think Paul McCartney jokes about the fact that Yoko was going to break up the Yeah, people. he makes, like, the, first, the very first Yoko Ono joke. And I love that. He says, that. won't it be funny if in 50 years people think the Beatles broke up because Yoko sat on an album? Yeah. <laughs> I, I personally, from, like, obviously I love the Beatles and stuff like that, so it was always going to, like, resonate with me. But, like, I am a complete songwriting nerd, so I'm watching Paul McCartney playing just guitar, bashing along, no one's listening to him, everyone's doing their own thing, chatting amongst themselves, and then you can see him develop riffs, like, just, like, Get Back comes from nowhere, and then he obviously figures there's something in that, and sort of, but everyone else is just fucking not even paying attention. And, I love and John Lennon shows up halfway through, and he's yeah. like, what's going on, lads? And he just doesn't... I mean, my, the only reason... I would say it's not the best TV show is, did you watch it as an episode, so three hours straight? I watched it nine hours straight. I didn't watch it in like one No, I watched each like one a night. So you did watch it three hours straight? Yeah. Oh wow, okay. I I could not watch a three hour film. Well yeah, but then we're we're, we're talking about a TV show. Yeah, but it's not watch like... Ten episodes of a series all in one day and just smash ten it hours. Depends if those episodes are five minutes long, but my point is it was a one hour it was a one episode that's three hours long. I got about, I get about an hour, an hour and a half through it and we just have to take a break. <laughs> because sometimes not much happens, like it is like yeah. a, a fly on the wall gonzo mm. like look at like there is no real story of them, the story you want to interpret yourself and then what happens at the I end. I know this one is a tough sell. I, it's a tough I sell. Particularly it's not to, not to it. I am trying over to, mm. to get back in fairness. Only because and I think the pacing of it is helped massively by Peter Jackson's like calendar edits, you know, where it goes like, mm. Oh, and this is this day because yeah. you kinda get a bit of oh I've made progress almost. I'm gonna rescind my my one of Invincible. It does deserve a mention. If you've ever watched Invincible, you know it does. Fantastic cartoon. You do need to watch it. I will watch it. It's, it was like, it just broke out and was just like, took me out of nowhere. Animation, the cast, the voice cast is amazing. The story's fantastic. I cannot wait for season two. Is Jake um, in it? Yes, he is. Oh, he was, yeah. He's on the man. Oh, is he? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, mate, he's good. But I'm looking right now, and people are putting some suggestions, and I want to put forward it. Okay. 
Um, I, I had a reserve if Get Back didn't win, so I'm, I'm just going to mention that. Is it? Go on. I went with Squid Game if I got knocked back. Right, okay. I'm going to knock down Squid one. Game right now. Squid Game is absolutely fantastic until you get to the last episode and it's a total dog crap. It makes no sense whatsoever. So it's the one division defence. It, it's the one division <laughs> defence. Again, that totally takes it down. Why? He makes he, he just makes decisions that make no sense in that last episode. He doesn't... Why does he spend no money at all? He could shouldn't... He, and he goes, oh, he's taking the Because he feels guilty? No, but he needs to spend the money because he's got these problems, these problems that involve him having his kidney yeah, removed if he sees, doesn't spend the money. He sees the money is tainted because okay, he's fine, to do but what then, he had to I'm glad he had the choice it. of not being able to spend the money because apparently at the start of the season, he had, didn't have that choice. He needed that money. But now he's got it. He chooses not to. Funny enough, he's still got both kidneys that he did He learned through the series. He learned what? How to keep his <laughs> kidneys. He should have lost <laughs> them. He then chooses going back to fight this guy to get try and end the squid game overseeing his daughter which makes no sense at all because his daughter is the most important thing in the world not the well-being of people he's never met I at all I think though the strength of squid game is like is uh, uh, the fact that this is a subtitled film or well that's how I watched I just, it anyway that doesn't give it any more no I think it elevation. does count because like not, not everyone wants to watch subtitled films and subtitled TV but Death this was to, that, that great. this was I that good this was that good that it made people who wouldn't usually go and watch a film like that yeah, or a TV show like that and go and watch it because it was so fantastic Why? No, sorry you've lost me there why does the fact that it could be subtitled or dubbed make it more accessible? No, I'm, also, what I'm saying I will, is, I, will say. I, I spoke to loads of people who literally say, I never watch subtitled stuff. And they watched it because it was that strong to I watch. I know a lot of people who watched it dubbed, though. Yeah, I know a lot well, of people. Yeah, watch granted, it but, you know. I'm going to go with. No, everyone's perfect. <laughs> I'm going to go with. And a few people suggested it. It's a sin. It's a Sim was fantastic. It's I didn't it watch it, it and that, that nearly was it's a Sim actually. That made me it made me laugh. It made me cry. It's such a great tale of um, the, the the troubles that the gay community, well, the LGBTQ community, had during the late eighties and the early nineties. Or to be honest, that they've had for most of the fucking decades of this of the last century. Um, the soundtrack was amazing. The, the, the story was like a Greek tragedy. And Ollie Alexander from King... From years and years. Years and years. Yeah, yeah, and he's amazing in it. And everyone is so well cast. You've even got your your boy in it, um, from How I Met Your Mother, MPH, what's he called? Yeah, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris. Harris. He's in oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris is even in it. It's just... No, that, that was fantastic. And what I would say is, I struggled with the nerdier side of TV this year. I mm. thought the Marvel series is... They're all right, but I just don't think they're Agreed. elevated. Like, you know, Dan 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 I like Loki. I like Loki. I didn't I, like it I enough that I would ever nominated. I, yeah, I, and honestly, this is, I feel like the TV aspect of sort of nerdy culture has been sort of tarnished a little bit because it's so saturated now. There's yeah. so much content. Like, no one's talking about Stargirl or Titans that I once put forward to you. I haven't even had time to watch the latest series of Titans. I have not lasted the Which has, either. like, it has, well, uh, do you know what it's basically about? I've watched Titans. No, the new season. Oh, no, I've not watched the new season. Do you even either. know what it's about, though? No, no, no. no well, but, like, a massive thing happens in that, like, a massive, like, comic book thing happens. And I knew it was going to happen. 
I still haven't fucking watched the entire season. And in my head, I'm going, why? Because, like, rewind five years, and I, this would have been, like, the forefront. But now there is so much stuff to watch. I wrote a blog about this, talknerdy.uk. This is sponsored by UK. I didn't mention that. I wrote a blog predicting that this would be an issue. In, Too much TV. In typical sponsorship fashion, Talk Nerdy to me is written bigger than Nerdy's. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> Quite significantly. Um, I think this is one we should put to the audience, to be fair. So, everyone watching, what would you say is, like, your TV show? Because I think we're all very divided. And we're all kind of also unsure about our picks. So... There's a, you've, you've already put It's a Sin. Some of you have put, have put WandaVision, to be fair. Now, Chris is putting forward Titans, which I've not finished it, so I can't really say, like, for sure. But it is good. Like, I've seen two episodes. It is good. What do you all think? Please just put it now, and we'll have this settle it. Because yeah, sure. it's... Yeah, it's do, really fucking... Do you know what I think the problem with TV at the minute, or not, sorry, not TV, uh, with, science, with science fiction and nerdy TV, hmm. is for a very long time TV had the stigma of it was the cheaper, shitty option, so if you had a story mm. that and was not going, very good, yeah. you would tell it there. Obviously, with the emergence of things like Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones, TV now is it's an, obviously in the 90s, you had things like The Wire and Sopranos. It's a second silver there. screen. But I think it's, it's taking for, till now... For the really good writers to realise, oh, I can make a phenomenal TV show. And I don't yeah. have to adhere to it. Like, there are some Netflix shows, like, I'm pretty sure um, Sense8 does this, where the episode lengths aren't even the same time. You'll get a 20-minute episode, yeah. and then a 40-minute episode, and then a half-an-hour one. Because that's how long it takes to tell the story. I, I quite like that I think that is genius. And, and I, think I wouldn't say TV is bad. Because I think I it's getting TV amazing. is incredible, it's but like, too good it's not the nerdiest stuff, it's yeah. not Marvel and it's not DC, because what I feel they're doing, with, especially they're in Marvel swap. at the moment, is because they can't afford to do too much in the TV, because then the people who are only going to watch the films are lost if they go and watch the film. So they're having to like pull back and tell stories in between bits, which if you're a big Marvel fan, which obviously we all are, it's interesting for us, but then you're never going to get this, like, big, like... You know, you're not going to get a Breaking Bad no. within the Marvel Universe just playing these side characters. Hawkeye, was, you know, I quite enjoyed it. It's all right. But, again, it's, like, it's in-between filler for films. I've been so, um, Netflix ones were very good. I was just going to say Craig Morrison's, but anyone watch Foundation, and I'm really... This is the thing. Like, right, there's so I know, much exactly out. Exactly I've, I've, I've... I've Watch the trailer, and I wanted to watch this, and I've had no clue it came out. I, I just want to make a, a quick shout out to my dad. Foundation by Isaac Asimov, my dad's favourite book. He read it while he was recovering from his brain tumour, so it was very important to him, and they made a freaking TV show for it. He was so happy. Um, I've still not watched it, I'm sorry, Dad. Uh, I, know it's, I know it's really good. I've read it. Um, I've like, Have you read Foundation? No, no, no. It's really good. Like, have you, have you no, I've not, not read it. It's very good. It's a very new take. Oh, so this is Diesel, by the way. This is Diesel. Winner of Best Sidekick. He's even, look, he's oh, even got his little bow tie on. See, he dressed up, guys. He dressed <laughs> up, guys. What do but you like, say, Diesel? What do you say? Foundation is, is, is a very good book. And I, 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 but I, I heard mixed reviews about it. I will say, it's got your boy from... Um, what Did you watch Chernobyl? Chernobyl. Yeah. Yeah. Chernobyl, sorry. You, know, you said it like how you pronounced Mercenary. <laughs> You know the main guy from that? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know his name. I think he was Moriarty in a short yeah. film as well. He's in it and he's phenomenal in it. He's, he's no, I have heard good. Um, um, Squid Game is a lot of people putting Squid Game. I, I think it was like the sort of thing that happened in 2020 when Tiger King ruled all because everyone was talking about it. Um, I mean, Undoubtedly, Squid Game was the biggest TV show of the year. It was. Because everyone talked about it. The biggest and best, not the same thing. No, of course mm. not. I, I've, um, I've already stated I that I preferred be. something else. But I think within the sort of like culture aspect of it, I suppose, we, we could ease, I would easily concede that Squid Game could win. I, um, it could. However, I've had no desire to re-watch Squid Games. No. I know, but a, t- a TV show doesn't always cause I don't the think desire you have to re I, I, I mean, I've never re-watched things. I've never re-watched Breaking Bad. I'm trying to think Battle. of a TV show I really like that I've never re-watched, and this is very hard because I re-watched, re-watched everything. But, oh no, there you go. So I've never re-watched, um, I haven't re-watched Titans. I haven't re-watched Stargirl. And I don't think I've ever re-watched fantastic any TV, TV show. Other I've not re-watched maybe like, you know, reruns of Friends. But, I mean, I, 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 oh, sorry, Phil Mouse, I'm sorry, mate. He did put Chucky. He said Chucky a while ago, and I did. Didn't see that either. I've not seen that. I don't really think, I'll be honest, that's not really been something that's been advertised over here. I think it's more of a, uh, you know, England light thing. <laughs> Whatever what I call Americans. <laughs> Um, well, the the uh, the colonies, the colonies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very. I'm gonna put Squid Game because I feel the audience want it. I feel the it, it was big and may, it is just ob- subjective. I personally didn't like how it ended, but at the end of the day, it was at one point on everyone's list. It was the biggest film of the year. Oh, the biggest TV show of the year. I would say the best, otherwise I'm probably changing my answer to Get Back. I, 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 I thought the best was Get Back. But yeah, I understand the concept of Get Back wasn't really a TV show. I mean, the so concept of Get Back should have won Best Hero, in my opinion. With the Beatles on every single thing and twisted it, so Best Villain was Yoko. That's my, that's my meet, uh, so you know, at the end of everything, we'll be having a massive argument in work, and I'll just go, at the end of the days. Nothing matters but the fucking Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Field House argues back that if you're referring to the colonies, he assumes you mean Australia. <laughs> um, That's the prison. <laughs> so I want to go. Should we? Do we have time? I think we've got time. So we're going to do a new award this year. I didn't even write it on because it's so new. It is um, nominated by Di Dugan because we've lost a few awards over the years. But we're going to have a new award called the Best Sidekick Award. And I was told I can't win this, even though I think... Well, I... I <laughs> so the Best Sidekick Award is very simple. When we talk about Best Heroes, Best Icons and stuff like that, at the end of the day, there's always a supporting role, a supporting actor. This is that chance. This is a chance for us to shine a light on the other members of a team or the other people within a, t- within a film that could not win the others but deserve a damn good mention. So... I put it to you, your nomination for best sidekick is going to be so bad to me. Oh, I'm gone. Spider-Man. The other two Spider-Man. No, no, no. I'm not writing that on. That is a total cop-out. Your entire argument was the concept of Spider-Man as a whole. No. 
They were never like, sidekicks. They were yeah, they are. Yes, they are. They're, they're not. They're in they Tom Holland's. No, 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 no. If Doctor it Strange went to the Oscars, no. they win a supporting role. I was starting role. We have. <laughs> I can see it's all like, there's no way that is going on. Yes, it right. is, my friend. Oh, yes. right. Come on, please, it'll piss him off, please. How can you argue Poker Dot Man? Oh, fuck off. He that is, is your argument. That, dude, no, you're telling me that in that film, he went, I went in there, <coughs> that is a nothing character that no one had any, any kind of like urge to watch. And he's not even part of the main team, he's part of the B team that doesn't, you know, doesn't get killed at the beginning. And no one knows a thing about him. That guy, that guy acts, by the way. The guy who plays him has been in, like, loads of DC and Marvel before. And yeah, he's, he's in the Dark Knight. Isn't yeah, he's, he's so good. And all James Gunn does is take this character and go, try and understand what his powers are. And he's, he's so troubled. He's got these mother issues. He was, like, experimented on. He's throwing up. He's a sociopath. He doesn't really want to be there. but he's got, And he's got mad powers, but he doesn't like to use them because... He just doesn't like himself, and there's so much. He was the most tormented character, and he comes full circle. And okay, he, and he dies a hero. He dies what he wanted to be, and dies what his he, his mum wanted him to be, which is also like. But he wasn't even the most interesting side. Do you know who tormented Jay? What Spider Man? <laughs> yeah, not only the man loses two Jay uncles. <laughs> There's a whole lot of right. torment. No, 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 no. If you, I, I swear to God, if you want to argue this, you can. But if he goes there, we go back to that. Cause no. you cannot, uh, yes. All right. We can't go back in time. If we do that. What sort of science just... fiction Goldie Goose is this? <laughs> if we do that, then I'm just going to do a Tom Holland and then the other two. No, you, the other, the other two. You, well, you argue that is a fundamental part of my my hero argument. But he is. You can still be a hero. And uh, does Don Man end up a hero in the film? Pokedot Man is not he's the not, hero. He dies. The, the he dies hero, people, the, which is the definition the of hero. The in, hero in, in that film is either the true hero in that film. Yeah, but it's either Rackatcher 2 or uh, Harley or Bloodshot. But it depends on whether we're talking hero as in protagonist or, blood, or it, it's hero as in somebody who saves people. He saves, or he saves people. He goes to save the lives of all the people of that little island. I just don't think exactly. he's, he knows, he doesn't even know. It might blow up his neck. Superheroes can still win. Sidekick. They go right. So his side, right? The other Spider-Man actually only save the day. Only save, the, only save the day to get back home. Yeah, but that, it's, that is know, not like, true at all. I it is. Say. It no, is. The first line for both of them is, "I just felt a need to find him because he needs my help." You don't know that they meant that. I think we need. They to... Walk, they literally. Put, they, they're both walking around. They only get brought in because of that. So you're, they're walking around. Do you know how you look at Peter Parker in that universe? I, I want, He's on the news everywhere. I want you to look in the camera and tell me that you think Peter Parker is such a bad person that he would manipulate himself in order to get back to his home world, where he is also depressed as fuck. I think that Tobey Maguire <laughs> and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man are that flawed human beings that they would manipulate themselves to get back to one. He wants to get... Uh, Tobey Maguire just wants to get back to a little bit of jazz, a little bit of MJ, and Andrew Garfield wants to get back so he can go back to probably murdering people, because that's, that's really the tale of... Like, I, I always said to you that, that amazing Spider-Man, he's a, he's a school bomber. 
in that film. There's just something... That is great. He's a school shooter. Uh, There's something really twitchy about him. Okay. And the fact that he went dark means he definitely... I think out. we need well, to can I just, just play revisit what this actually is. So this is best sidekick exactly. best support to a film, right? Polka Dot Man. Nah, not buying it. He's not even the most interesting supporting character Who in is? the film. The ferret. The weasel! Yeah! Who dies within five yeah. minutes! He's no! He's way more interesting no. than the I'm not having it. No, 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 no. He's dead. He no, he's not more interesting. I worried about him the entire film. No, he didn't. You thought I he was dead? I, exactly. That's I was not like, worried. This that's can't that's be it for this amazingly that's in, morning. Like, interesting That's not the That's not morning at all. Did we get support from the other two Spider-Men? Should, should we we got a lot of good support from the other Spider-Men. Oh, this is, this is mutiny action. A per- sidekick. The perfect sidekick helps the hero to get their goal. This award is exactly, never come out again. Exactly what <laughs> the two Peter Parkers did in that film. Right, I'm going to go here now to so what people have put. Mm, so, Chris Wakefield's put Kate Bishop, to which Phil Master's put Kate Bishop is... No one's psychic. <laughs> um, nice. Danny Baby has put Aquafina, uh, which I, I, it's from Shang-Chi. Um, oh. uh, I don't know. I felt like she was great, but she wasn't the best. Again, I can't comment, unfortunately. Um, Eva said Ringo. Yeah, <laughs> I see. Again, we could have had Beatles all the way up and down there. Um, Ringo is the... Is the spirit of Eve has also said it. Eve has said Bo Burnham's keyboard desperate to get it in a war. <laughs> um, and Bibby's put justice for Weasel, but then spelt Weasel wrong. Mike, but Wessel. that more in it's pronounced that Weasel was a more interesting character. What would I rather? How like, was Weasel a more right? Tell me uh, three, tell me three now, characteristics right, you would of want Weasel. Weasel film. No, I wouldn't. He's hairy. bullshit. I'm genuinely. I want a Weasel film. I do not want a Polka Dot Man film. What like does he do? You know why you don't want a Polka Dot Man film? Because he just got everything he needed. Nah. And he's getting more Weasel. You don't need more Weasel. (laughs) Weasel just eats kids. It's your argument. (laughs) That is the character. He eats kids. Very interesting. Is your fundamental argument against Spider Man that they are too big to be sidekicks or that they are. I would say. Yeah, I was going to say the sidekick in No Way Home for me. Would be MJ and Ned. Ned. Ned would be the sidekick. Ned is a decent And he would still be more interesting. But you didn't nominate him. No, he's a great shout. However, he didn't save the world with them. He did because he brought the Spider Man together. If it wasn't for him, they would never, ever, ever have met up because we don't know where in the world they were. They would never have met up. Yeah, but it was Doctor Strange's ring, which was given to him by the Ancient One. You can do that forever. Okay, then it's Doctor Strange. Still doesn't. Either Still way, you're the end, you're the end of the fishing line here, mate. So you would, so you would say that Doctor Strange does more to help Peter Parker in that film than the other two Spider-Men. Yes, because if anything, he tries to get rid of the people who end up killing his aunt. That's and fair. Peter stops him. He's the best I, sidekick ever, is Doctor Strange. You're talking Spider-Man. I'm talking Peter Parker. Peter Parker's having an emotional breakdown on that rooftop, and literally, there, there is no one in the world who knows what he's going through. And they somehow are there. They somehow come through in the moment that he needs it. It's almost as if there's a Spider-Verse and it's all destiny. You know what? Isn't it? You know what? I'm going to make the decision. It's the other Spider-Man. It has to be the other Spider-Man. It has to be. My decision is... It's a war never happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's going off. And what that means is that it was the other Spider-Man. No, I'm not having it. 
We you, always, had, you heard it. No, you knew. Fake news. I can't wait till the next time he watches No Way Home and he realizes that we've soured the experience. <laughs> 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 whole time, this whole board's held up by Spider-Man head as well. <laughs> right. Um, we are going to... Hi, George. We are going to move on to the... Nerdy <laughs> 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 Icon Award. Nerdy okay. Icon Award. So, this is just one of the last three now. Last three and the final three. Nerdy Icon Award. And the nominations are... Hang on, I've got to remember. I'm pretty sure I put him. But I just need to double check. Just check. Oh no, I went with a a, a little a little bit of a left winger here. Jo- Jamie Corbyn. No, no, not a left winger. I should say. But he, um, but I went with um, Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Okay. 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 <laughs> just literally. No, I really, I'll explain it in a minute. I really struggled with this this year because I don't think anything was a standout as previous years. Like other years, we've had, I think we've had John Favreau, Hugh Jackman, obviously coming to the end of Wolverine and stuff like that. There was like a big thing that I remember folks like when Stranger Things first hit. I think we gave yeah. uh, the brothers who made it. Like obviously it won yeah. here. This year, I really struggled, and I've probably shit out a little bit. And I've just gone with Paul Rudd, because I love him. (laughs) (laughs) It was a toss-up between him and The Rock. (laughs) Just because I fucking love him. You know what? Paul Rudd was my second choice. Ooh, he was my second choice. I mean, he was boss in Ghostbusters. I don't know what else he did this year. He was, he was amazing. But But he is Ant-Man, too. I went with Andrew Garfield. That's a good that's a good shout. I went with Andrew Garfield. Uh, we'll sell the timer now. The reason I went with Andrew Garfield, I'm just going to get this fucking right done because you two just pulled my pants down on the last one. <laughs> Andrew Garfield, forget it, because he was the only one out of everyone, Charlie Cox included, that insisted he wasn't in, insisted that it's fake news, and he acted, he didn't even tell Gwen Stacy that he yeah, was in yeah, this yeah. fucking film. And because of that insistence, it kind of... Even though the Brazil trailer came out, it kind of burnt this candle of the possibility that it might not happen, which isn't the candle you want to burn, but then it means that when it does happen, it's more enjoyable. He kind of kept us more, he kept the suspense of the world, rather than being like Doc Ock, who just went, it's the worst kept trailer, uh, secret in the world that I'm in this film, and then they had to do a trailer with him in the film. Yeah. He stuck to his guns. Charlie Cox himself, and I follow a lot of Daredevil groups, he apparently said to some people who were signing comics were Daredevil and Spider-Man were on the page, saying, I have been in a similar scenario as he signed. Oh, he, was, he was still saying stuff. Andrew Garfield was fucking adamant throughout. He was not. And that's and then the, the revelation so, of this... Maguire allegedly was saying stuff like, oh, I'm in that film to people. Yeah. But, and then the, the whole point is, it's not just that he gets the award for, he gets the award because out of all the Spider-Men's he was the one that he was the third on everyone's list of Bob and Bob. now he's first. And well, now he's I'm changing first. my answer. Yeah, it's Andrew Garfield. I, I went... know. I'm going to counter what you just said because oh, how can we then give someone nerdy icon of the year when we're saying that they were the third best franchise Spider-Man? No, 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 no,
too close to Tobey Maguire's films. And mm. everyone started going, it's not the same look because Tobey did this. And you've got to go, yeah, but Tobey did that, probably never having read a Spider-Man comic in his life. Yeah. I just think Tom Holland Andrew Garfield, is the perfect Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man. I want him to be Spider-Man. I, I cannot have... And I really like Andrew Garfield, and he did another film last year called Tick, Tick, Boom, which is great. Yeah, and great. he did the one um, where he's uh, so an army guy. Fair enough, I'm not, I'm not arguing Actually. against how good Andrew Garfield is, but I cannot have him as a nerdy icon when there are... It, it, in his character, in a nerdy sense... Is overshadowed by how good Tom Holland is as Spider Man. Okay. He is Spider Man, basically. Like, they absolutely nailed that casting. They didn't nail it with Andrew Garfield. And yes, it makes it better that he did so well in this film. It's almost like, uh, right, okay, he's got his moment back and he's managed to, like, you know, do away with the, the history of what his franchise was. That doesn't make his. Franchise better. It, right, okay. It I'm going to I'm gonna put to you simply, going into the, before I watch the film, if you were to say, what Spider-Man do you want to have, out of the two of them, Garfield and Toby, which one do you want to have and one more film? I would have said to you, Toby. Yeah. Hands down, Toby. An old Spider-Man, bit aged, has, has seen some shit, coming to the almost like old man Logan, right? By the end of No Way Home, no, because he was so centred and so rested and found himself, I realised that that's not the one I want anymore. But seeing how troubled Andrew was, like just catching MJ alone, like broken because he remembered so much, I realised like, holy crap, this guy just didn't have, he was almost like Peter Capaldi's in in Doctor Who, he's a good Spider-Man, he was just giving some shit writing. The second film was awful, let's give him a third film and save the fuck out of this character. So Capaldi comes back into Doctor Who at some point with Tennant and God knows who else, right? You're going to tell me that if he then stole one episode that you would have Capaldi, Doctor Who again, over Tennant or Matt Smith. I, no, I'm going right, I'm going to answer this. That's what, no, what no, you no, just no, said. No, 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 you I prefer am, now gonna, to have Andrew yeah, Garfield I'm going to answer the point is, But you'd still prefer no, no, to have no, no, Tom no, no, Holland. No, 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 no. Let me have it. I'm going to answer you. Yes, because if he stole the episode, like you just said, then I would do. Why would I not? He stole... You would have a whole because, series because, okay, Toby, I'm satisfied with. Tom, I'm satisfied with. Andrew is never satisfied with so if you've got a way to make it so I'm satisfied with him. This would be best reclamation from the anniversary. That's what makes him an icon. Because he's turned his character around years after he's had his time. Oh, we are The best thing about Andrew Garfield in this film, there are several amazing points. I 100 percent agree with you, I'm changing my answer. when he catches MJ. Yeah. I've seen the film twice now and I've seen that scene on Twitter probably a hundred times and there's not a single time that I haven't nearly welled up crying by just Andrew Garfield's facial expression of I'm not 100% sure you're actually here I'm not 100% sure that I actually I've done this so it's in my head and then she checks in with the are you are you okay are you okay yes she's felt are you okay and then he's like I've not had enough time to think if I'm okay and he realises all the shit that he's been through and that he's finally saved this person. And he manages to convey all of that with a facial expression, which is some fucking phenomenal acting, can I say. He is, um, he's the best acting one in there. Toby, yeah. it's not that Toby phones in, but Toby just kind of goes like, 
It's Toby. Just do it. What are the people saying? Right, so I people just don't understand. This Toby to me would sum up. But if we give a nerdy icon to what we've said as a sidekick as well, by the way, even though it's been erased, right? I think that shows how poor. But this is why I think it shows how poor. We've got a big. It shows how poor icon. you are for picking him as a sidekick, you moron. That's what I was getting at. Right, cats put love Paul Rudd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eve has put. Well, I'm not going to put what Eve has put because she put Oops, I missed the award and assumed it was best actor. You don't want to know what she put for best psychic. Um, Eve's put then. What about the girl from Queen's Gambit? Then Cat has put Cat Bowker has put Henry Cavill. Field uh, Mouse has put uh, Toby Maguire for Spider Man Rain. Is that a comic? I didn't watch that. Uh, Eve then goes Henry Cavill. Because he is an absolute nerd, everyone's saying. Um, he's both Superman and a horny witch. Um, I just think nerdy icon, if we're going from Hugh Jackman's amazing stint as Wolverine, we're going, you know, with the fact Jody that John Favreau completely regenerated a series of like, you know, how good he's been throughout the whole of Marvel, and then he, he gives us Star Wars back. Yeah. Like, but we're going no, from on. that yeah, to Andrew Garfield, the third best Spider-Man. Fucking hell, we've no, got the no, shit no, no, no. out. I'm going to argue back with you right now. You even admitted that your one was a stab in the dark. Yeah, it is, know? but I'd still say it's far stronger than that. But I'm saying that you don't good. understand the relevance, the cultural re- relevance that has been Andrew Garfield since. Oh, man. I, I, I would I'm also say, say this is awful. That, that <laughs> almost everyone I've spoken to has gone back and re-watched the Amazing yes. Spider-Man films and gone, Correct. fuck, they're not bad, actually. Now like you are not appreciate that because what's the actor who did that? Oh, Marky Mark. <laughs> no, Marky McConaughey. The McConaughey oh, songs. Yeah, yeah. We're having a McConaughey songs, but with Andrew Garfield. Oh, this is awful. Because literally, <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man. I never understood why nobody liked that film. Aiden and I agree with JB says Chris Wakefield. That, my friends, never happens. No, I I did not understand why nobody liked the original The Amazing Spider-Man films. I, I understand why not the second one, because I, I have problems with the Green Goblin interpretation. I don't like that. Um, but there were, there were other things in in that film that I quite liked, and Peter Parker was put through a lot of shit in those films. Peter Parker isn't really put through that much shit in um, in Tony Maguire's ones. No, in, in, in Spider-Man put through a lot of shit. Amazing Spider-Man that he gets put through, he gets put because of Gwen. Yeah. Because obviously, but also... But it got, doesn't feel that bad, because the way it's, it's portrayed is like... Yeah. But you've also got, like, Gwen moving to England. And yeah. he's going to become Spider-Man in England. And there's all of that hope that I gets that, that's, a, that's a what if. Yeah. What if? That was what a good TV show. That was a really good TV show. TV show, what if? Whoever made that should win their the icon. You want the concept of Marvel. <laughs> I want anything but Andrew Garfield. This is exactly how he felt on the last round. The nerdy cockers were the same fucking people. Oh, as man. You asked for it. You got oh, it, my friend. Nerdy no. icon. Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield by a mile. Oh dear. By the way, it's not often that I will turn. Think about. I love Daredevil. I love Charlie Cox. We didn't even get into how did, how did that Charlie Cox, I will say very quickly, because I, I did say that I would go into it a little bit. 
I I really liked the fact that everyone was going, oh, Spider-Man's going to be brilliant, Spider-Man's going to be brilliant. And I remember you specifically, like, we sent into our group chat pictures of, like, the exact, uh, pictures from the set of the exact scene where Daredevil was in Spider-Man, and you went, it looks fake as shit, that's definitely not real. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the exact scene. Um, but, like, we... Daredevil series this year. No. No. could never have won. But that's why, but that's why, with... The emergence of Charlie Cox in that film, it gave Daredevil hope in a way of... And the way that show was cancelled and we were done. And uh, all we had was Kevin Feige vaguely going, oh, well, if we do Daredevil, we'll probably have Charlie Cox playing. We're here. down to the final two now, boys. Okay. We're going to go. I think we're all going to agree on worst. Oh, are we? Are we now? Because I've literally, I still haven't really... Confirmed. I wrote wrote four. Really? So that's four months ago. You told me this is the worst film I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I do the worst film. This is always. I like this is the penultimate one because, like I said, we like to say the best and stuff. We have worst trailers, most negative we get. But British people, we're really good at saying about the negative stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're really good at whining. Have you noticed that for <laughs> this entire fucking thing? That's all we do is whine and bitch and moan, even though it's going to be awards. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> So I'm gonna start with Gaz. Okay. Best, so, uh, sorry, worst. Obviously, movie. don't go out my way to watch bad films. So I do. Sometimes I this them. is like a bit. And, and and what I would say is there are obviously probably far worse films than this. But I'm bringing in the experience of watching this film as why I'm nominating it. Okay. And that is Willy's Wonderland. Yes, my man. Because I genuinely thought it was gonna be good, oh. and it fucking wasn't. And I was so pissed off because we even went to the trouble of going, oh my God, look at this film with Nicolas Cage in it. I'm so excited. Let's do a watch along for the first time ever. And it was shit. <laughs> and it's just like, we did a fucking watch along for it. And there was points in the film where I was like, oh man, we've wasted a watch along. <laughs> right, before you carry on, what was your nomination? Willie's one, the lad one. And I, 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 Oh no, you, you say yours first, I'll, I'll get to my bit in a minute. I have four written down. <laughs> one of them is Willie's one. <laughs> I think that's one. Now, I think the question What were is, your other ones? The other ones, let's just, let's just see. So I also wrote down Godzilla vs. Kong. Didn't watch it. Didn't watch I knew it. I hate it. You always go on about Godzilla to me, and I yeah, always tell you it's The issues shit. of this were the Kong side, it mm. wasn't the Godzilla side. Okay. Um, Space Jam. Yeah, I I actually have seen that and it is terrible. That's but I knew it was going to be terrible. This is the difference. Yeah, I no one right. thought that was going to be good. Um, and Army of Army of the Dead. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, again, Snyder, I, Vegas. I, I just oh, thought shit, that, yeah, I, I didn't think it was terrible. I just thought it was just distinctly I was average. Excited for that and I never watched it. Um, yeah. Now, I actually watched some yeah, really, really bad films around Willy's Wonderland, and the, the probably ones you, you probably won't have seen of or want to ever see, but mm-hmm. one was called Not To Forget, which was about a senile old woman and someone trying to take advantage of her. And you know, like, The Room is so badly acted that you find it, like, quite funny, and it's it's still, like, a fucking one out of ten, but it's, like, enjoyable to... Like, Hellboy! Yeah. And we watched that, and now well. it's... Like, the experience of watching that yes, was okay. quite funny. It was. And like, you know, I was like, this is terrible, but it's brilliant <laughs> because it's so terrible. 
these films are not that. <laughs> they yeah, just, ow, like, I've wasted two hours. <laughs> see, see I, I, you know, I love a good bad film. Me and my missus, we love them. Uh, not to forget, then. If, if, you've not, <laughs> um, if, if you've not seen The Room, check it out. Birdemic, another shit one. Birdemic. Mac and Me, that's a shite Um there's, there's so many of them. If you don't watch Mystery Science Theatre 3000... I mean, Ash Fowker, can you just write a list of all the shite films you've ever watched? Because you <laughs> but, have watched some amazing ones. But I, I love, love a good bad film. I've watched The Room about a hundred times. Uh, and me and, and Jazz, uh, we were looking forward to watching Willy's Wonderland. Because I don't know if either of you know this, but it's a bit of an homage to something that already exists. Oh, oh yeah, yeah I, it's, I, I've um, heard of it. It's that yeah. game, isn't it? Five Nights at Freddy's. Now, it's yeah. an homage, even though they, this is a, my first issue... But they claim it's not. It has nothing to do with Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, it so is. It's a coincidence. We watched it because... It looks it like Five Nights at Freddy's. May, may I say, they are currently in development of a Five Nights at Freddy's film, an official one, so that's probably... Well, and that will show up. Um, but I had so many problems with the film. I agree, Aiden. In that... You had Nicolas Cage, who is is actually probably... The only thing that I didn't hate about the film, to be honest. Yes, um, yeah, oddly. Yeah. I, but, I get that. But, but he's not in it enough. And it's not, no, I think the other thing is that he never says a line. So because he never says a line, I thought it was interesting. You've got this, cat, this guy who I is never saying weird shit and overacting. And you're going to make him underact. So you better make him underact well. And what he has to be around. A good example of that is... Uh, what's the film where, against Nicolas Cage, funnily enough, has to nick so many cars... And he has... Gone in 60 seconds. Gone in 60 seconds. And Vinnie Jones plays a guy who doesn't talk. Right, right. Right? Except That's the very end. Yeah. He doesn't character. say a word until the end where he says something like, Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this has been a movie. <laughs> or something like that. I'm Vinnie fucking Jones. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he doesn't say... But in that film, Vinnie Jones <laughs> is used really well. In that, in this, he doesn't say anything. And the only way to go, well, how do you make him say anything? Not say anything. How do you make it clever? Well, um... He plays pinball on his own. That's right. a good one. And how else is he cleans on his own? Okay, this would I get why you wouldn't say anything. But now people are coming up and talking to him. So what does he do? Oh, instead of talking to them, he walks away and plays pinball on his own. I was like, but well, that's not really mm. that's not really a, an inverted character. That's just yeah. like going. We're trying to make it so you don't have a reason to speak. And then what was yeah. really off-putting about that was any time a scene happened in that film. Again, which we point out in Willie's, uh, Willie's Wonderland Watch Along, you can listen to on our Spotify, www.talknerdy.uk. Naughty. Hashtag, Naughty. that's where I'm a bit drunk. <laughs> um, is that when events happen, like, and then he's in a battle with one of the monsters, the music's like. It's, there's no, there's no score at all, except for the very final, final scene where me and you both went, oh, someone found the volume button on that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Imagine Willy's Wonderland, but with the Dune soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it literally, it just needed, it needed something. Yeah, because it was really odd to have, like, scenes where he's, like, sl- he's slamming this uh, creature, his uh, head, in the, the weird, like, doorway. Thing. Yeah, in the doorway. And it's not that convincing because while he's doing it, you can hear it like, it sounds like this. It is bad. Because it's so. just, and the reason you can hear that is because over it it's going. <laughs> 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 
like the, the words if they just made that sound and I get it's a low budget film but then work with what you've got cut the noise of that out write something no. well, I don't buy right. the low budget thing as an excuse either I think we covered that he produced like, it didn't he did he become an executive there, producer there because he wanted of low budget films well, where the action is like far like sort of stronger than what I seen in that film the action just felt so fucking shit do, do you know what else as well and, and, and horror films you shouldn't really talk about character motivation because it's a bit you know it, 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 it's not there but the the main um, the main woman in it who you know is like the daughter of the sheriff yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah. Mm. and all that shit. There's a scene where she's like fighting for her life and she like looks to Willie and she's like right it's just you and me against these things and he goes nah bitch I'm leaving and just leaves her to go play ping pong or to go play ping yeah 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 I remember that yeah 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 and then at the end of the film she gets in the fucking car with him yeah yeah like, you're gonna protect me. me yeah I'm with you on that there's another bit where at the very beginning of the film she goes to like burn the place down and they go. Freeze! We've got you covered now. And all she would have to do to burn it down is like go <laughs> and flick a match or press a button. And she goes, "Da, you got me covered." You. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, is this really that bad? Let's see what else people are putting here because I think we're all in agreement. Which again, how weird is that? Two in a mm. two in one nerdies on our fifth annual nerdies where we all agree. Um, let's have a look. Uh, da, 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 da. Psycho Gorman was the best movie of 2021, says Ash, but we're not arguing that's the worst that, yeah. movie. I actually have got that. And Psycho Gorman came out in 2020 as well, oh, by the way, okay. as Field Mouse has pointed out. Um, Field Mouse says Muppets Haunted Mansion or Godzilla vs. Kong, and with you on the Godzilla vs. Kong, yeah, didn't watch that. Muppets Haunted no, Mansion. Yeah, it's it's shaking, it's like my cousin's dead into Muppets. I am. Uh, Marl says Venom 2 is the worst thing about this year. Didn't Tom- watch it. Totally disagree. I heard it was alright. Yeah. So bad it's good is what I would say. I gave it, we, me and Bibby gave it like an 8 out of 10. Because it's just... 8! I think I get what Venom are doing now. Your ratings this year have gone weird. I know, <laughs> I know. But I'm, You've I'm, been throwing. I said this in the Ghostbusters you did, you just did, did, you did. I was like, every time I speak to you, you tell me it's a 10. What is going on? I gave it because I literally was smiling the whole time. I was oh, just no, having fun. If, if, if the two points that are knocked off are for like I don't know integrity <laughs> <laughs> and and believability just for myself yeah yeah <laughs> um, Ash has put Venom 2 was abysmal uh, Aiden said Eternal sucks that's why I said I agree um, Ash says I watched Army of Darkness the other night Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell nailed the amazing but shit combination perfection I mean, he said Sam Raimi. How about Sam Raimi in that film? Yeah, um, and Bruce Campbell. I get why Bruce Campbell would. Oh, Army of Darkness. Sorry, not Army of the Dead. Oh, Sorry. no, no, no the, the, the Evil Dead one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Night Air. So, people are putting some of the best films on you heard. We're talking about the worst films. <laughs> Chris Wade thought of They're telling us to move on. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> get on with it! <laughs> Chris Wade thought put Night of the Animated Dead. That did look shit. So yeah, they basically did Night of the Dead, Night mm. of the Living Dead, but they animated it. But so, with the what, orig- like, It's a cartoon. But with the original audio and oh, scene for wow. scene. And it just loses all effect. That's weird. Yeah, I you saw. Can't, I, 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 you can't pace a cartoon in the same. I saw the trailer and I was like, I, I don't oh. get why you would even bother. That's very strange. That's yeah. Like a very uh, Willie's Wonderland was intended to be shit. It's silly as fuck. Pig was worse. 
The entire story is fucking bewildering. Says Ash, I didn't see Pig. I did hear it was weird. Is that not the story of your child? Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's what I recall. <laughs> um, Chris is arguing back. Exactly, that's the point. It's meant to be silly, but um, Chris is going, yeah, but it's so bad, it's good. I it's not so bad. It's good. I, like, it's so I, I, I just thought it was so bad. Like as I say, like I'm so similar shame. to you. I, I sometimes appreciate like a shit film, like Hellboy. I remember giving it like a fucking. You really walked out, out Hellboy. I thought it was terrible, like absolute dog shit. But I was laughing my head off the yeah, entire exactly. way through. Whereas in Willie's, I was just bewildered by how poor it was. Yeah. Put together. Do you know what was weird about Willie's as well? Was the weird ensemble of teenagers that just, one came out of nowhere, had these weird, like, inside jokes with each other that weren't relevant to the plot. Yeah, the, the, I remember the character development um, just being dreadful as well. There was, like, oh, nothing about the, the characters that, like, you resonated with. There's a proper fucking weird scene as well where this girl just, like, climbs up a ladder and flashes all these mates. Oh, yeah, she climbs up and they, and they all, like, go, way, or whoa, yeah, or and whatever. then, like, the boyfriend is like, stop looking! Like, and I'm like, he's the only person acting rationally in this whole fucking film. I mean, it, it was, I think the way it is, it, the reason that it's, it's not so bad it's good is because so bad it's good means that you end up laughing, I think, enjoying yeah. it laughing. And that involves comedy timing. And so bad it's good is normally... You, you've accidentally comedy timing. There is no comedy timing in that, point. In that film. It's actually there's points where it just the comedy is there's no comedy because it's like this bit has gone on too long. This uh, this, this dialogue has made no sense and led to nowhere. And even parts that should be funny, like we're gonna have sex, and I know there's a thing that wasn't there before, but I'm gonna continue to have sex. The way yeah, it was it filmed, funny. it wasn't it was funny. I, I got the feeling that that was meant to be funny. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm totally for this. It's decided. As much as Chris Wakefield hates it, I'm so glad about this. It's Willie's Wonderland. Uh, is it with a Y? I yeah. Believe. Willie's yeah, Wonderland. Why? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Willie's Wonderland. And I think what makes this more a shame is that, like Gaz said at the beginning... We were really, and I think I, we I thought I'm looking forward it. to it. So it's not even like we've gone in bias and gone, this looks shit, but it's shit. We've gone thinking, this looks so good, it's going to be so bad, it's funny. This looks like it's going to be a proper Nick Cage film. Nick Cage? Nick Cage. People put, um, Pig was Hours of My Life, I'll never get back. Which one was Pig? Yeah. I have heard I feel like I have watched Pig. So we get to the final, final round. The biggest coveted award where we literally post this off and make a new one every year. We definitely do. Yeah. So the people who... It's best movie. Definitely doesn't go back in a draw for three of them. No, it does not. Best movie. And the nominations this year for best movie are... No Way Home. No Way Home. <laughs> it's been an upward journey for me this, this year, guys. I'm going to argue. If you say Ghostbusters, I swear. I thought he was going to say Ghostbusters because he told me that he was like a little boy crying after he watched it. No, I'm going to argue the Suicide Squad. Oh, you've lost. You have yeah, lost. lost I, look, I, I am sorry. not having a film where 
the main protagonist in the film is a fucking giant starfish over The main protagonist in the film is not a giant starfish. The main protagonist in the film is the dark state and the deep state, sorry, and uh, and uh, Peacemaker. It's a giant starfish. The yes. starfish is not the, the big enemy. I don't care. And that's what Starro. is even sadder. Starro is fucked. He didn't want to be there. He had to be there. He was making the best ever. I just still think in a movie that the, the definition of the film is good fun. It was fun. Good fun. Suicide Squad. I didn't. Right, the reason it was the best film for me, personally, was this is a film where I... Right, for starters, can we all agree that the first Suicide Squad is shite? Yes. Right. Uh, 75% of it is shite. Yeah. So, I went in thinking... That you've got a lot of work on you work with here in the sense that it doesn't. It's already had a bad start. If you don't it's get this right, a bad it's start too. No, 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 no. But then it. you get in James Gunn, <laughs> who James Gunn can do no wrong. You give it. It's got one of the best soundtracks. Yeah, it looks amazing. It looks like a comic book reads. Like you literally have like the names of and then this happened written like in trees and it zooms out and it moves away and then you have like characters that. No one's even like hardcore DC fans don't even know like Ratcatcher Two and Polka Dot Man and stuff like that who have actual arcs, full on arcs in the film. You have your favourite man of all time is in this. Who? Taika Waititi. Yeah, he's in it as the original Ratcatcher. He says one of the best lines, and the the score is amazing. And if you say it's just a good film, it's not. I was emoted. The bit where I don't, and I still to this day don't know why. And you laughed when I told you, but I don't know why. But every time I watch it, and Harley runs and jumps in Starro's eye with the harpoon she's carried the whole fucking way through the film, Um, and is there floating. In it, like wondering what to do, and then all the rats w- swim past her, and the music plays, and it's da da da, da da da, and it's so nonsensical. I just get really taken away by that. Like, how does the imagination come up with that scene? I just think it's so Drugs. original. But even, <laughs> if it is, even if it is, it's so original that I just I put it to you now that you're going superhero films are the same thing. Team get together, blast blue thing in the sky, trying to save the day. That was one of the most original concepts where you felt bad off for everyone. I just don't think it's that good. <laughs> it's spun off into one of your favourite TV shows of the year so far. Well, yeah, no, I, I, look, there's good characters in it, and it isn't a bad film, so it's not like we're talking about uh, the original Suicide Squad. It's definitely elevated from there. But, like, for me, I just don't think it's in the same level as Spider-Man How did at, you... at all. Because, like, you know, this, the, the villains are nowhere near as good. So you, you've got Green Goblin, you've got, like, Doc Ock comes back, I know he goes good sort of thing at the end. I mean, we've already decided that No Way Home has the best hero, the best villain, and the nerdy exactly. icon of the year. And it? I didn't even agree with that one. <laughs> right. So we agree on this because the best hero, it's hard to decide in Suicide Squad. There is no definitive best hero. Because none of them are technically heroes. Yeah, thank you. They're anti- anti-heroes and there's a gang of them. So then you go to best villain. And best villain, again, is hard in that one because at the, the villains switch around so often in that film. So it's, it's, it's not really that well defined. And a nerdy icon, you could have gone, I mean, if I wanted to, I could have gone with James Gunn because of all his work. But at the end of the day, Andrew Garfield just did more work there. 
And it's, if Andrew Garfield had been like everyone else and just gone, yeah, I'm Andrew Garfield, I'm in that movie, he you wouldn't have got that. that. So that's why, so I feel that it's irrelevant. But I would say No Way Home is the best movie because one, I went from being like, oh great, another Spider-Man film, to I physically can't wait for this film to come out. Like, I was so excited for it. I was literally counting the days till the film came out. It came out, and I was shell-shocked at the end of it. I was like, I was in the car home with Jazz, and I was like, I literally just don't know what to say to you. Like, I, I, I want to talk about how great yeah. the film was, but I don't know where to start. Do you not feel I actually, so amazing? And I just felt normal. My journey is actually so opposite to yours, because, like, I, you, you obviously were then really looking forward to it. I wasn't at all. I was like, this is just another Spider-Man film, and I'm just going to have to get myself through it so I can talk about it. But we've never spoken about it. And I came out of that film going... Holy shit, that's yeah. incredible. Exactly. Like, that is, like, up there with fucking the Avengers films for me. I was, like, completely sold. I loved it. I thought, I, I genuinely just think Tom Holland has, like, made me love Spider-Man way more than I've ever loved Spider-Man. So I'm sold on that. The fact that the, we get the other Spider-Man was, like, incredible to me. The other villains come through. And, like, there was just so much to enjoy from it. Do you know what, as well, like, I... I... I loved, and I'm going to preface this with, like, I don't think anyone has been to the cinema to see this film, unless they went, like, two months after it came out, where people weren't cheering in the cinema. When oh, yeah, yeah. People came together in the cinema to go, holy, f how often do people clap at films and actually get up? And I went back and I watched um, audience reactions for Endgame. So, and, and the biggest one, obviously, is when Captain Meowna catches Meowna, and people were not even nearly screaming as loud as they were when Andrew Garfield takes his mask off in that film. People were going fucking crazy. I have to say as well, like, this is, obviously we covered the trailers and stuff, but I tried to avoid as much as I could, and obviously some things are always going to filter out. The fact that there's a trailer with a bouncing fucking goblin ball made me realise goblin was in it. I just didn't understand... I hadn't heard that they were, like, maybe going to have another Spider-Man in it. I didn't think it was going to be all of them. Yeah, exactly. And um, I was like, shit. I mean, so for me, I was like, holy shit. That was to be fair, you don't understand how we're live streaming right now. You don't understand much <laughs> when it comes to stuff. So I, I don't doubt you didn't understand how we're going to have, what, three Spider-Man? But obviously, like, buy one, get one free. Got, like, Jamie Foxx character and everyone was in it. The Dust Guy, I can't I remember. Think that's the Dust Guy. I'm Sandman. sorry. <laughs> Sandman. Sandman is now renamed. Dust guy. <laughs> I love that. And this shows how good yeah. I am with comics. And, and don't forget Nurse Squid. <laughs> Another point that we we really need to make. Dust guy. <laughs> Dust guy is the film <laughs> we're all waiting for next year. Oh god, that's really Dust guy. Another important point that really needs to be made which stacks in the favour of Best Movie for No Way Home is how unlikely it was that we were going to get that film. It not only was it, oh, how unlikely that we're going to be able to get actors from three different franchises together, but two different billion-dollar companies who both have the rights to a character were actually able, who very famously have not been able to agree ever, managed to agree not only on, yeah, okay, we will allow you to make another Spider-Man film, but we will give you our characters, and we will allow you to use our storylines in a way that, Fuck us. Fuck our money. Fuck everything. Let's just do something for the Right. Fans. And it worked. 
And it works. Because, like, imagine, like... Just how many times have we talked about, like, films where, like, you know, DC trying to bring all these characters in and stuff like that. And it's... Like the Suicide Squad! Exactly, but usually it's a shit show. I get that this Suicide Squad did work, but nowhere near as good as this. This could have been a disaster. Trying to bring in different Spider-Men from different film franchises. Was it not ever been? Was it not slight disasters? Because I get Doctor Who do it with like sort of like when they bring Doctors back and reincarnations. They they wouldn't have. How did this work? They wouldn't have Peter Cushing. How was everyone not going? Oh, this is ridiculous. Do you not feel so good? Do you not feel that with time? I'm not taking time again. I did enjoy the film. I I did give it a ten. I it's been it three months since it what came out. What did you give Suicide Squad? Did you actually? Well, I gave it a 9.5. Oh, he loses. And then I rounded it to a 10. No way. I would say. No. Game set Because match, I would say with time, I think it's two different 10s, right? Here's how I word it. I feel like No well, Way Home in, in no is really, no a really fun movie. But it's flawed. It's got like, there's... there's there's stuff that you can point poke holes in and stuff that shouldn't work, but you let it go because you should, like you said, what are the odds you can get this together? Fuck it, I'll overlook that. Let's go, let's just enjoy it. Suicide Squad, for all intents and purposes, shouldn't work because and it had flaws. It they killed Weasel. <laughs> it didn't have flaws. It I did actually. It did. What? It's viewership. It's viewed now. No this, one saw it. But you know why that is? Because it's a DC film. Yeah, it's a DC property. But how great was it that, we were at, that you were able to bring characters over from that other franchise and bring them in? What franchise? Oh, I just mean like the other Suicide Squad. I don't mean really franchise, but I just mean like it was exactly. where you had characters return. But were you as happy to see, oh, Harley's back. Holy fuck! If Harley wasn't in it, I'm sure he would have found another character. By the way, in that, in, in also, we are. If we're gonna go, to, let's go into the, what makes a, a film great, other than reactions and budget and box office. How it looks, No Way Home. I'm gonna be honest. It's not the prettiest there one, film. There is one scene where I, every time I've seen it, I've gone, that CGI is terrible. And there's some bad CGI. On the train. There's some. There's other bits where, like, I don't know if it's Bibby hates it when I bring this up because he's like, no, it didn't make sense. But I, I. I disagree. I think either it was either for COVID or maybe booking reasons or whatever. But there's definitely clear scenes where the way they talk to people is they have the camera on you guys and be like mm. rising us. And then you say that and he says that and it goes back to him. And it's like you don't get an idea that we're even in the fucking same room. I, I and you know why we remember that scene good. where he like goes like Oh god, I'm having the biggest spider sense of my life and he has the camera on the front like training spot. You know why I remember that? Because there's no real camera angles or, or, or cinematography like that in the film. It's really bad. And this is something Webb is, is guilty of in the other films, but in the other films at least he, he does experiment more. But in this, it's there's really nothing whereas every you finally have seen it in James Gunn's film, but that just look beautiful. Okay, but uh, do you know what? Uh, one of my absolute favourite scenes in No Way Home is, and it's one of my favourite scenes of any film, and, and because of how it's shot, is the scene when um, Happy and May have just split up at the door, and mm. Peter and, and MJ have snuck in through the room, and they go, and, and it's them, they're walking around the apartment, and MJ and, and, and uh, oh no, sorry, 
uh, May and Happy are like trying to kind of explain why they've split up to Peter, and mm. Peter's like just trying to keep them distracted from the fact that you know everyone knows he's Spider Man all the time. MJ is trying to help out; she's shutting the door from people, she's pulling the blinds down, she's letting Peter know, and all that is one shot. The camera follows them around the whole fucking apartment. I know, but you know, and it's fucking stunning. It's good, but at the same time, one shots are that can be that good in a TV show. Daredevil. Who was in the fucking film? Yes, you can't get was. one. You've just, thank oh, you. That's a great yeah, devil. You're and your no, favorite I'm, I'm TV picking, show ever. I'm was picking and picking Suicide Squad. Yeah, because you're Dougie Hills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on. I'm on. Let's see what, what people are saying. Say. The this is a big one, to be fair. Um, let's have a look. I'm gonna have to go back a little bit here. Best movie, Candyman. Oh, really? I heard bad about that. So I feel much happy on your own over there. Um, Eve Alex says, best movie, Bo Burnham inside. <laughs> um, Ash says, really hung her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ash says, pig. Um, Is which, that the one that everyone was saying was the worst yeah. film? Chris uh, Wakefield has three votes. So Aidan agrees and says, no way home. Good Annabelle nice. says, Encanto. And Chris says, Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I seen his like picks of the year on Facebook. Or oh, I saw people put... I remember him putting I, I thought, in the comments people put... What? I thought some people put, really, mate? <laughs> <laughs> um, Ash has put, Peacemaker TV show is fantastic, but the movie it's related to is, nah, feel nice, but Starro is, is to the Justice League as Loki is to the Avengers. Starro? The starfish thing is Loki. To the Justice League. What? Uh, <laughs> it's so a, a general pain in the ass that never really causes that I much don't know. Can, I love Loki. Candyman had nostalgia, tension, comedy, meaning, and horror. Candyman gets my vote. No Way Home was mostly fan service, which I loved because I'm a fan. But Candyman. Um, Chris Wakefield has put in a later nomination for Nerdy Icon of the Year. Should be Dust Guy. Yes! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's change that one then. Yes. Dust guy. I mean, I feel I'm going to lose because I'm not convincing you. Yes. I'm not. <laughs> you and I haven't had anyone say the same I don't think. I, I genuinely don't think it's as good a film as what you've tried to argue. I just think it was a good film. It wasn't a great film. I think Spider-Man I feel, I feel that I feel that Spider-Man was a very, very entertaining film. But at the same time, I don't think it makes it a great film, which is, I know it, it sounds oxymor- mm. oxymoronic, but you could say that about, let's take the best, and I don't know if anyone's guessed, but I'm into wrestling. Um, take some of the best, me and Gaz watched a lot of wrestling over 2020, think of like some of the best episodes of Raw mm. that we found entertaining, but was it actually great TV for like the masses? No. Yeah, but that's interesting because I, like, what obviously Real Mouse says, it's like, like it's fan service, you know, like, so obviously, I'm not a big Spider-Man guy at all. Like, that is true. I hated yeah. the second film. Right, I thought it was test. <laughs> that one with the, what, what is it? With the drones and everything. Yeah, but I hated home. it. I was like, yeah, I and really also, don't like yeah, that you, you've never. So been... I've gone into this one yeah. and thought yeah. this is going to be shit. But I've come out of it going, this is. <sighs> that might win it. It might even be one of my favourite. It could even be the best Marvel film for me. This might wow! This, it pissed over Endgame for me. This is that well. This that's. I think Gaz has kind of maybe won me over here because I know that you're not the biggest Spider-Man guy, and it's always weird that you are into like nerd stuff and sci-fi. And of all the people, you're not really that into. I've got two that I hate: Spider-Man and Superman. 
Why is he like Spider-Man? I get the Superman. Oh, Superman's just boring. But why, always says he's but boring. why does he hate Spider-Man so much? I don't, I don't hate it as such. And I probably you just spend... said he did! No, but like, I, I think what it is, is like, I, I actually don't mind the character, but... When everyone used to rave about like, but is it the concept of Spider-Man you don't like? I because guess never, what, motherfucker? I never really got that into Spider-Man for whatever reason. I don't know why. I always loved Batman. I always loved things like the X. I do remember like when that. I didn't hit puberty. But can you tell me why you <laughs> didn't get into Spider-Man? But that, I don't know what. I couldn't give you a reason other than I've just not connected with it. I know, I sort of know why I don't like Superman because I, I think. I've just always thought it's quite a dull concept of like he's just like almighty and powerful. Whereas I like Batman because he is normal. And yeah, I know he's like a millionaire with loads of gadgets and shit. But anyway, best movie of the year, no Spider Man. Wow, wow, wow. We haven't done that at all. I know. It's been a very weird uh, nerdies this year. Uh, I'm sorry to tell you a bit about that. I've been on a, on a Saturday and be, and Gav's been. Amazingly sober for this one. No, it's been weird. Hello. Yeah, and maybe that's why you've won so many arguments. <laughs> <laughs> because previous years, Gazis literally has to be peeled off the couch. Or <laughs> the best is when you were arguing for best. A different category. Yeah, you were arguing for best about. TV show when we were arguing for the best was, sound. I'm pretty sure it was the Queen thing. I got confused because I was arguing for soundtrack when we were saying about best film that we'd already decided. Yes. <laughs> right. So. To summarise, worst trailer, Buzz Lightyear, best trailer, The Batman, best TV show, Squid Game, best official soundtrack, Last Night in Soho, best hero, the concept of Spider-Man, <laughs> best villain, Green Goblin, nerdy icon of 2021, Andrew Garfield, worst movie, Willy's Wonderland, best movie, no way home. I think we can categorically say that one film has dominated this. It is, and last night in Soho did do very well. <laughs> I would say my second choice for best movie wasn't even Suicide Squad. It was Dune. It was I nearly, I nearly went for Dune. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I think it was a franchise builder. Oh yeah, it's um, a obviously. Like we talked film. about this, and I, I was because you were like, oh, you know, it was a bit slow and it was a bit too much development going on. And it, it reminded me of Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Because it, it had to be like that to, to get us in there. Yeah. And now the next film, if that can emulate two towers. It reminds me of, to be honest, Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back is a slow film until the last 45 minutes. Chris Chris Wakefield has said, Last Night in Soho was rubbish, way too much Silver Black. I would argue that Willy's Wonderland <laughs> is rubbish. <laughs> this is way too little Silver Black. I liked it. Yeah. Um... Thank you for watching. Thank really honestly, and thank you for listening. If you're doing this on the podcast, we're going to do a couple more of these. I think now that we're allowed to hang out again yes. and do more stuff, we're going to do a 2021 because as get uh, 2020 comma one because Gaz has pointed out there was stuff in 2020 that needs to be. 2020 was amazing as well. Like I just want to say, like it was so hard because I was obviously thinking because we've not done it for two years. Yeah. All these categories, I was going. Oh, that. And then I'd look and go, oh, it's 2020. Yeah. And I was devastated. <laughs> no, you're right. There is some mad stuff in 2020 and watch that um, and talk about that. 
Uh, don't forget to go to www.talknerdy.uk, which is what this is all about. There's plenty of podcasts, plenty of vlogs, plenty of blogs, and we've got tons of podcasts coming out soon. Me and Gaz are going to talk about a whole load of series and I've got a whole load of ideas coming up. Me and Dan are in a band called Dan Bibby and the Aesthetic Knobs. Go on the site, you can go on my profile, listen to us. It's grand, it's great. Gaz is also in a band called Holy Duck. Again, I think you can go to a, a link to the Facebook page, which will eventually link, I assume, to a recording soon. Yes. Uh, so I've heard Holy Duck will record soon. We were meant to record last weekend, but it got delayed to the end of the month, sadly. But there will be duck content soon. And do not forget that this time next year, even earlier, because we'll do it in January next year, there will be a 2022. I know that there has been some... I don't know what you would call it, some uh, murmurings. No, mur not murmurings. Uh, you lose motive, not motivation. What's, what, what the hell is the word? I have no idea where you're going. No, you <laughs> no, when you lose, I'm literally doing momentum. it right now. <laughs> momentum! I literally lost it right then. You lose momentum sometimes. <laughs> and I feel that with a gap year that we had to take into 2020, we lost a bit of momentum on the nerdies, um, but it will come back. Halfway through the year, and then even back stronger at the end of the year. And I think we might even do more live stream stuff. To be honest, because I it. we should do one for the Batman if we can. That yeah, you know what we used to do? We used film. to do live streams when the big movies mm -hmm. came out. So our very first one, me and Gals ever did first recording of anything was. Batman v Superman. Oh no. Again, Willy's Wonderland of that. <laughs> when I'm thinking, this will be fucking great. <laughs> and then it was an hour and a half of going, welcome to our new show. We are pissed off. What I've learned is you should just never watch things on the channel because they're really shit. Thank you all for watching. I've been Jay. Thank you, Dan. Dan. Thank I've you, Gaz. Yeah. <laughs> 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 usually, usually you give us the. Alright, say it yourselves then! Well, it's too late now. No, 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 no. <laughs> that is genuinely the end to the 2021 nerdies. It is, probably is emulates anything? the fact that we picked up Andrew Garfield's films Garfield. that we missed out. I mean, obviously, a James Bond film came out this year, and that's not been mentioned. Leave it in the comments down below if you're listening it on the podcast. We missed out. If you're listening on the podcast, you can leave it in the comments of the podcast, or you can email us at talknerdyuk at gmail.com, and we'll probably talk about it on the very next episode. Thank you all for watching. You've all been beautiful. Thank you guys for being with us. And uh, bye! bye. bye. Thank you, uh, Diesel, as well. Thank you, Diesel, for coming on the pod. He uh, had a bow tie. He did have a bow tie. <laughs> and how do I feel?